KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. I don't remember how we ended up the last time we played this, whether you won Mocha or Maury won. Oh, no, won. Mocha won. I think Mocha won. won. Yeah. It, was, it was, I believe it was 5-3. 5-3, okay. So the question was, can you name a song just by hearing the first line? Yes. Oh, were you not asking? <laughs> he didn't buzz. He didn't buzz, Maury, sorry. Okay, yes. so how this is... Yes, Maury, go ahead. Yes, I can. Okay, good. <laughs> So how this is going to work is uh, we've loaded up a ton of super popular songs. Only the first line of the song. It's going to be Mocha uh, against Maury. Mocha, can we hear your buzzer, please? Maury? Okay, Mocha? Maury. So if you're listening uh, at home right now, the higher tone buzzer is Maury's the deeper tone. Uh, much, much like my voice. Much like no, I disagree voice. with that. <laughs> it's Mocha. Stop confusing Be- people more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shem is in here as well. Hello, Shem. Hello, hello. Shem, you are going to be the official timekeeper and judge as well as scorekeeper, okay? Okay. All right. So uh, here we go. Well, can you name a super popular song just by hearing uh, the lyric? And remember, yes. remember, folks, we need the song title and the artist as well. Okay. Uh, let's start, Mocha, with number eight, please. Uh, number eight. Okay. Ready? Yep. 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Mocha. Rebecca Black. It's Friday. Yes. yes. There you go. Maury, what happened? I thought you could name it. I thought I, I can't. I, I thought I was first there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear your buzzer. Okay, what? moving on. Uh, oh, here. Give me number 11. Number 11. Okay, ready? Yes. Mocha. Oh, that is uh, She Bangs, She Bangs by Ricky Martin. Incorrect. Oh. Maury for the steal. Is She Bangs by Ricky Martin. Incorrect. <sighs> Gentlemen, live in La Vida Loca. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. for us, by the way. Oh, he says she bangs. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, number four, please. Okay, number four. All right. I could stay away. Uh, Mocha. Oh, oh Mocha. that is Aerosmith. Um, <laughs> that is Aerosmith. Um, uh, Five, four, Aerosmith living on a prayer. Incorrect. <laughs> First of all, that's Bon Jovi that sings yeah. living on a prayer. That was that's Aerosmith. Seven, Mocha. Seven, I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, okay. Man. Okay. Here we go. Oh, right. uh, Shem, what's the score so far? Uh, so far, it is one nothing Mocha. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Hit me up with number two. Okay. Number two. Okay. <sighs> That is Andre 3000, hey ya. Maury for the steal. 
Hey Ya by, oh, I want not Brand That's Van Andre. 3000. That's Andre 3000. <laughs> no, it's not. Incorrect. Yeah, it is. Both of you, it's Outcast. No, it's not. It's Andre 3000. No, it's Outcast. No, it's Outcast. No, it's not because that album was a double album. One album was Andre 3000. When, the other one was Big Boy. Hey Ya was done by Andre 3000. Okay, time out. When you go to the iTunes or you go to Spotify or you go to YouTube, you Google it's Outcast. Outcast. It's you don't Outcast. Google, uh, Andre you don't Google Andre 3000. <laughs> Maury. Uh, outcast. <laughs> Yo, man. No, that ain't right. That ain't right. Did I get it? No, you did not. <sighs> you guys. Come okay, on, man. we will. Okay, we'll figure that out later. That's a whole that, other that, thing. That's big facts right there. Okay, I know that. That's okay, the truth. Okay, number twelve. Mocha, okay, hit me with 12. number twelve. Okay, <laughs> guys. Okay, here we here go. Here we go. All right. Maybe when I met you, there was peace in Maury. Kenny Rogers. Dot, dot, dot. I don't know. Oh, why did you buzz? Why'd you buzz? Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mocha for the steal. Dolly and Kenny, Islands, oh, Islands in the Stream. Yes, sir. Mocha with the win here. I knew Maury wasn't going to know that one. <laughs> but I didn't hear the part where they went, Islands in the Stream. Because it's the first to... line of the song. That's this game, Maury. And a, and a fine time to remind everybody of what we're doing here if you're just joining us. The question is, can you name the song yes. by just hearing yes. the first line? One more. Uh, Mocha, give me uh, 14, please. Number 14. Yeah. Oh. You are. Okay. Don't you know? Mocha. That is a step by step. I do get that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Shem, what was the final score? Three nothing. Mocha wins. Yes. Okay. Now the question was: Can you name a song by just hearing the first line? Yes, you, no, you can. Cannot, Maury. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Roz, let me read you this message we got. Please. Because I got the guy on the phone. Okay. He's on hold right now. His name's Michael. It says, hey, Roz, hope you and the family are well. My kid and I are going to be spending some quality time together over the next few days, and he loves hot dogs. Mm. I was hoping you can help me out with your microwave hot dog recipe. I know I heard it on both the podcast and on the live show, but I can't remember exactly. Okay. Also, you're my favorite. Okay. That's what he writes. I appreciate that. How you doing, Michael? Good. How's it going? Good, buddy. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Thanks. I'm so happy to be talking hot dogs in a time of coronavirus. <laughs> I could talk about food all day, but hot dogs specifically. So quickly, the recipe that I do for microwave hot dogs, uh-huh. is it's very, very simple. Okay? You need three things. Aside from a microwave. Okay. You need three things. You so need, four things. You need a hot dog, uh-huh. you need a bun, uh-huh. and you need a paper towel. You writing this down, Michael? I am. Okay. Okay. Take the take the hot dog, take the bun, put the hot dog in the bun, wrap the whole thing tightly in a paper towel, all the way around like a little envelope, fold the sides down, everything else. So it is completely sealed. Okay. Okay. Like almost as if you're trying to get it airtight. Yes. Okay. okay. So and then throw that whole thing. I can. I usually do three at a time, and I just uh-huh. lay them out on a little plate, and I put the three little. They look like little uh, mummies, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. I put my three wiener mummies <laughs> in the microwave, and I hit that for like two minutes, maybe max two minutes. Really? And then the trick is this: you only unwrap them as you're eating them. Okay. So unwrap number one, mustard, eat it. Unwrap number two. Don't unwrap them because what you want is you want that steam and it keeps that bun nice and soft. But when you're microwaving it at such a high amount of time, two minutes is a long maybe, time. Maybe, okay, my microwave's old though. Okay. Right? So whatever whatever you would normally microwave. Like the bread doesn't for. get, like the bun doesn't get too, too hot? 
Or too, too no, mushy? No, you want that, though. That's what makes it great. No, but right? like if you're, you microwave it for that amount of time yeah. and then you leave it out in a the, little in bit. In the paper towel. Oh, but it's still in the paper towel, it's right? It's still in the paper towel, so, okay, it, so okay. it doesn't get hard, right? Yeah. You want to, I don't, whatever you're, what I do, and do a test, okay? Because my microwave is old. So do a test. Uh, throw a wiener in the box, like in, the, in, micro, in the microwave, Yeah. right? Okay, and then you want to cook it just before the end starts to swell. Okay. Once the okay. ends, once the end starts to swell, it, you're, you've gone too far. You don't want okay. the you don't want the end of the wiener to swell up. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, <laughs> you amateur. What is the matter with you children? What? Okay. I'm, I'm laughing at something. Okay. Else. And if and if the wiener splits, you've gone way too far. Oh yeah, you don't okay? want that. You do not want swelling and splitting. Okay. You want it to just maybe don't even maybe put on like an eight, not a ten. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so no swelling or splitting because then you have a problem. Thank you. Okay, so here's the other way to cook a hot dog. Now, this is like the super fast way. Now, if you want like authentic, brilliant hot dogs. Super faster than two minutes? No, no, no. That was the super fast way. Oh, okay. Now, if you want like the authentic version of that, Uh okay, here's how you do it. You take a pot of water. Do you have one of those pots where you put the steamer thing on top of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's what you do. This is the best way to cook a hot dog. Okay. So you take your water, you boil the water, uh-huh. you throw your wieners in the hot water. Okay. Okay. So you get them boiling. When you're almost done those, you take your top that you would steam vegetables in. Mm-hmm. You put that over the pot of boiling water. Throw your buns in there <gasps> and put a lid on it. Oh, genius. Okay. And then that way what happens when you take it all out, you have those steamed buns, uh-huh. like like the old school, like perfect. But it's still got steamed the hot dog steam on it. Like yeah. that's gone through the buns. Yes. yes. Oh, so you steam your boy. buns in your hot dog. So you're, you're boiling your hot dogs and you're steaming your buns. And then you just take them out one by one, fire them in there and uh, and little mustard. And hey, you Michael, are good to go. I think you should try both of those techniques since you have time. Well, yeah, I'm going to try both of them and I'll, I'll hit you guys back with which one was better. Yeah. Oh, no, we're going to follow up with you. Yeah. For sure. Maury, what's your what's your hot dog recipe? Well, because I do this almost every day. So you put two hot dogs on a plate. You put two slits in them. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you put the pieces of cheese. You slit the cheese. Sort of. What kind of ways. cheese are you using? Uh, just uh, what do you call it? The processed cheese. Like the cheese, cheese singles. singles. Okay. Yeah. You rip them apart with your hand and then you sort of lay them down on top of the hot dog. Right. Yeah. Um, then you what? How you don't have your own cooking show is beyond me. Mark. I know. Right. <laughs> then you put it in the microwave. Forty uh-huh. seconds. Yeah. Right. But you're 40. watching through the window and as soon as it starts to blister and the cheese starts to bubble. Yeah. You hit stop immediately and then you take it out. Although I've tried putting ketchup on the side and microwaving the ketchup as well. So that the ketchup starts to heat as well, and that's kind of cool too. No, okay, uh, so, okay. So Michael, no, no, yeah, uh, just don't. Any, everything that Maury just described, don't do that. Yeah. Also, yeah. also more, if at all possible, right? When you're describing food and like the preparations to cooking food, something that humans are going to eat, try not to use the word blister. <laughs> No, or slit, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. Try not to throw around slit, and, slit and blister before you eat it. <laughs> so gross, right? you know. <laughs> Hope that helps, Michael. That does, that does. We're, we're good to go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, in a world of uh, COVID nineteen and coronavirus. How do you still play games and have fun uh, while still social distancing? And uh, the plan for today is um, Back Pictionary, which we've all played Back Pictionary when we were friends, when we were young, where it's you draw a picture on each other's back 
and then the other person has to guess what it is. Uh, so if you can see, uh, you and Mocha both have giant wood pieces of uh, like wood doweling, like big giant tuby pieces of wood uh, that are at least eight feet long. These are what you guys, gentlemen, are going to be using to draw the pictures on each other's back. Again, maintaining a social distance. We're going to try and do the recommended six feet, okay? okay. We can keep our shirts on. Um, excuse me? Uh- well, normally when you play back Pictionary, you're shirtless. You can be shirtless, I guess. I'm taking off my shirt. Not in this game. If one's off, the other is on. That yeah, doesn't so make sense. Yeah, so mine's on. So is yours. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're going shirts on then, right, boys? Yeah. <laughs> okay, shirts on. Uh, in front of you on the desk, uh, you guys have, you'll see uh, all the clues that are there. Yep. You can feel free to choose between one and six. Uh, just tell me the number. I will give the audience uh, the clue. I will give you guys the category. Okay. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, Mocha, please choose a clue. Okay. I'm going to go with number two. Okay. So you guys can't hear this. So everybody listening right now, the clue is an octopus. The clue is an octopus. For you guys, the category is an ocean thing. Okay. okay. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So Mocha, is, Mocha has his uh, giant piece of wood in his hand, his piece of dowling. He's going to attempt to draw on Maury's back with it for back okay. Pictionary. Oh, here we COVID go. He started. Style. He started. Yes, he did. Any guesses, Maury? It's an ocean. It's a thing. circle. He's going with a circle. Uh, life preserver. Uh, flotation device. Oh, now it's a long sticky thing from the bottom. Um, okay. Is it a person, like a beach dweller, like somebody suntanning? Oh, like there's like sticky things coming out the side, like a. Beach tree? No. Excuse me. <laughs> a beach tree. Like a tree? <laughs> Not a beach. In the okay. ocean, huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, ocean yeah, thing. Yeah. A beach oh, tree. Oh, fish. No. Whale. No. I don't know. I'm not. Why Five, am I saying no? Four, okay. Um, boat. Three, um, two, fishing boat. Shrimp one. boat. Shrimp boat. Incorrect. Okay. Ah, Maury. Okay. Uh, it was mo- an octopus. An octopus, Maury. Damn it! I would have never have guessed that. Uh, okay. No problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think that the category of an ocean thing you would eventually have said. <laughs> I'm stuck okay. on trees. Okay. I would say I would never have guessed that. <laughs> uh, okay, more your turn to uh, pick a clue, please. I'm going to go with number six. Number six. Okay, so for everybody listening right now, Maury will be drawing a Christmas tree. He'll draw a Christmas tree. For you guys, the category is the most beautiful thing ever. Okay. The most oh, no. beautiful thing ever. Okay, okay ready? Maury, anytime you're ready. Starting. Okay. Okay, can I just say? Yeah. Maury drawing, it's like the it's like a light tickle. Okay. Like as, as I can't be. believe I can't believe I'm going to say this to you Maury, yeah. but you have to go harder. Okay. <laughs> okay. That um, is the most beautiful thing ever is the a category. Flower. A butterfly. Oh. The sun, a tree, a palm tree. Uh, it is, oh, it's got dots? Why are you poking like that, bro? <laughs> uh, um, it's really not a butterfly? The sun. Oh, a smiling one. face. Oh, it's a Christmas tree. The dotty thingies were the light thingies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Mocha, your turn. Uh, I'm going to go with number one. You're going with number one. Uh, A snowman. Mocha will draw a snowman. The category, Mocha, now that you can hear me, is a super cold thing. 
Okay, okay. Anytime you're ready, Mocha. Here we go. By the way, uh, Mocha and Maury are playing back Pictionary. They have giant pieces of wood, like dowling, big long sticks in their hands Started. that they're drawing oh, on each circle, other's Circle, one with. circle at the top, another circle at the bottom. Snowman. Yeah, oh, there you go. go. No go. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my, no, that's Snowman, so cool. that is one Maury, Mocha still zero. Okay, Maury, oh, uh, your turn now. This. Okay. There you go. Maury, grab the next four. clue, please. Number four is a bikini. Maury will draw a bikini. Now, Maury, your category is cover your things. Maury, anytime you're ready. Okay. Blanket, comforter. Um, it's a, uh, um, oh my God, a roof. Uh, it is... Cover your things, uh, pants, underpants, uh, a bra. Oh. Um, it's a, a nightgown. Is it a t-shirt? Uh, are the, did I say pants? I said pants. It's pants. It's not pants. Oh, it's a hat. Five, Is it a hat? Four. Three, glasses. Oh, oh Mocha, you it? were so close when you oh. said a bra, and was it was it a bikini. bikini. The circles were where the boobs go. <laughs> uh, that's why I said bra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay, moving on. So I'm gonna go number, uh, I'll go number five. Mocha, you're going number five. Number five is a hot dog. Mocha will draw a hot dog. Okay, gentlemen, the category for this is a thing in another thing. Uh, <laughs> a a thing, thing in another thing. Kay. Anytime you're ready, Mocha. Okay, here we go. go for it. Yeah. Okay. The big dot, a uh, line from the dot. Oh, like uh, like rays. Like it's a sun, the sun, but that's no, not no, in no, something. No, no, no. Well, it's in the universe. Um, a line down the middle of it, a thing within a thing. Oh, is it like a sandwich? Like the meat in the snow? A cir- big circle, squiggly line down the middle. Five, bacon. four, bacon, three, sizzling bacon in a pan. Two, bacon uh, in a pan. Oh, Maury. Maury. It was a hot dog. It was a, I, I was, was so close. It was a meat. A hot dog. <laughs> I got back. meat. <laughs> okay, finally, uh, Maury, grab the last clue. Okay, I'm going to go with number three. Number three. Uh, the well, ca- the, it is the last one there. Uh, Mocha, <laughs> your, your last category was a thing in another thing. Yeah. Uh, Maury, yours is a thing in and another thing. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are we ready? Yes, we are. But everybody at home, Maury will be drawing a baseball bat and ball. A baseball bat and ball. A thing and another thing? A thing and another thing. Um, a, steer- a steering wheel and... No. Uh, it's a... Uh, um- Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> that tickles. Come on, man. That tickles. Stop it. Come on, man. Okay. It's... Ow! What are you doing? He my underarm. Uh, it's a thing and another thing. It's a... a thing uh, it's, it's and another thing. and a hat. It is a... Bro, it's... Honestly, it just feels like a bunch of lines. Well... Uh, oh, six! Is it... Is it a stick? Are there multiple sticks? Five, uh, trees, trees, four, trees, three, and a swing, and a slide, two, and stop it, a tickle. One. <laughs> what was it? Baseball and a ball. Yeah, baseball, a baseball bat and a ball. More, yeah, not baseball a baseball and a ball. <laughs> baseball bat and a ball. And where I had to put the ball was in your armpit <laughs> because it's the top. Of, it was the top of the bat. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, and that okay. is how you play uh, back Pictionary uh, COVID-19 style, you know, with social distancing and everything else. Uh, that is how you play back Pictionary. Also, uh, back Pictionary, very interesting to note. If you do ever do a Google search of back Pictionary, the first two things that come up are uh, Sean Mendez drawing on Maury's naked back playing back Pictionary. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, are people still using Tinder? I don't know. It's tough. And I was thinking about that this morning because I'm not, I, I've never used you, Tinder. You thinking of joining? No. Oh. For what? I don't know. You're, <laughs> you're the one that brought up Tinder. No. Tinder doesn't exist in my no, world. It's, it's a very difficult time to cheat right now. I know. You know? <laughs> you, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not that I tried. No, no, no. But I, I imagine that, uh, I imagine there's a lot of people in the world right now that had a side piece and that side piece is pissed because they're, Self-isolation. Yeah. And everybody's at home with their with their wives and their husbands and their families, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of affairs being put on hold right now. Like, I wonder what, what's going on on Tinder. I don't know. Like, a like, Tinder, I, and I know that Tinder... They, oh, they, Shem, do you, you have Tinder? I do not. You do, you do not. not. Bull, oh. bull, bull. Nah. Oh, no, you know what? Here's a warning. Somebody said that they saw a couple of pictures of Shem on yeah. Tinder, but yeah. it's not Shem, FYI. What do you mean? But like, were they pictures of you, but the person's not them, or are they just not pictures of you? No, no, no. Somebody is using pictures of me oh, and my name. That's a big Thank step. You. Yeah, it makes me, feel, go. makes me feel like a star yeah. Yeah, on Tinder. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, somebody sent me um, a message. They were really upset. They're like, how come you don't respond to me? They reached out to me on Instagram. Yeah. Like, how come you don't respond to me? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And really? then like, I reached out to you on Tinder like a couple months ago. Yeah. And yeah, there you go. Really, huh? I am not on Tinder for the record. Mm, interesting. Mari, what's going on on your fake grinder account that's not actually you? What's going on with your fake grinder account? No, I, I don't. First of all, I don't. Okay. Uh -huh. But okay. what I've read. Oh, okay, good. Yes, please. But what I've read is people are still trying to set up um, dates for when it's over. Oh, are they? Oh, really? So, like, when Corona is done. So, December. So, yeah, so you're. you're December of 2021? People are putting yeah. dates in their calendars. No, they're not. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How many dates you got lined up? No, for the re this is what I've read. Okay, uh -huh. fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Through DMs. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. Man, I love this game so much. I'm trying to be in a good mood. I was like, Ross, you're too happy for this. I'm trying. I'm trying to get myself in a good, good mood. Good for you, buddy. Uh, mouth Howdy, charades. Man. Mouth charades historically has not gone my way at all. No. Uh, You're I'm terrible at this game. No, it's not that I'm terrible. I just feel that, one, the fix is in, right? Come on. The fix is in between you and Maury. Okay. That somebody's cheating on me. No, somebody's not cheating on me. Somebody's, <laughs> somebody's just cheating. Who would ever cheat on right? you? Somebody's just cheating. Uh -huh. And I feel that Maury gives me um, lesser quality clues than he gives you. I find that uh, all of Maury's clues that he gives to me sound very similar. Yeah. And uh, they mean nothing. Now, the way mouse charades works, very much like regular charades, uh, only Maury will be giving all the clues with just his mouth, just the sounds. There's
There's no hand motions. There's no body motions. You can't grimace your face. You can't. No other clues except for the sound. Mm-hmm. And it's me, Roz, against you, Mocha. Mocha historically has won uh, Asterix every single time we've played Asterix. And uh, we'll see how today goes. Roz is just sour. Asterix. No, you started, off, you started off so happy. I'm trying to put myself in a good mood. You can only think positive in this time. Man. Uh, we also have 20 seconds on the clock. That will be uh, signified by a ding, 20 seconds of silence, and then a double buzz to end the 20 seconds. Well, so that's how much time we okay. have. Because Roz okay. is still the loser. You go first. Okay. Uh, let me get in the right headspace, and I am there. More, you ready? Yeah. That is It's a silly clown That is That That is someone in a bag Trying to escape I'm locked in a trunk Mafia kidnapping Oh, I don't even know what that is It's a hippo Oh, A hippo? What? That is a sound of a hippo? Truth be told, I have no idea what the sound of hippo makes. Then you have, you have to figure that out before <laughs> this, man. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Maury's giving me clues of things he doesn't know what they sound like. I thought that was, a, I thought if anything, that would be a hippo. Oh my God, please do that noise again. <laughs> <sighs> God, this game is going to be the death of me. Ready? All right, ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> coughing. <laughs> Old person coughing. Oh. Oh, dying. Somebody dying. <laughs> Self isolation. Uh, coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Okay, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You get coronavirus. Very topical. We all know what coronavirus sounds like. I get hippo, and he doesn't know what a hippo sounds like. <laughs> and now you ask me why I think that people are cheating on me? Okay. All right. Mm. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Does this not sound like hippo to you? That's a hippo. For sure. <laughs> hippo. Um, that is a, like a, a hippo on a motorcycle. That is a car. That's a, um, a motor of some kind. It's a, a two, two-stroke um, lawnmower. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying lawnmower after the other words. Okay. Bulldozer. Bull. Oh my god. Like, how do you do? How do you distinguish bulldozer? Like specifically? Like, I heard no sort of uh, no front plow yeah, moving up part. and down. Okay. Th- oh, 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 right. Bulldozer. Oh, right. Yes, bulldozer. Uh, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Next. That is the ocean. That is water. That is what a is that? Sink. That is. That's got to be water. It's the ocean. That is like filling up a bathtub. Yeah. Shut no! up. No! Is that really? Boom! Right Shut there. Up. Filling up a bath. Shut up. Filling oh my up God. a bath. I just. That was a Hail Mary. I swear. Shut up. See, had, you know no, what? I had no nah, idea. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That could be chair for all I know. Chair? Yeah. That's. No, 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 no. I'm not buying this. Nobody else is buying this either. All right. Give me a word. Okay. Yeah. Dressed. Yes. Coronavirus. Coronavirus? No. 
That also sounds like somebody in a trunk. Okay, that is the person's not happy. Somebody who's not happy at all. Uh, that is somebody either in great pleasure or great pain. Blue whale. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to put yourself underwater for this one. Okay, shut up. I'm going to put you underwater in a second. <laughs> All right, we got time for one more? Yes, okay. go. I'm good at this one. Making out, kissing, mm. making love. <laughs> French kissing. Yeah. Ew, oh. ew, ew. Please tell me. Please tell me that is not how you French. Do it Yo, again. Do it again. The look on your face. Okay, hold on here. Okay. okay. Coronavirus. Oh, no. Okay. We already got that one. We already got that okay, one. Okay, ready? go go again. Go again. Now, what makes it Frenching? Excuse me? Excuse me? Do it again for me. <laughs> That's so French when, you, when you French, do you keep your tongue in your own mouth? Yeah, that, I like what you wait for Matthew to go and get it. It has to be in someone's mouth. Yeah, but don't you meet halfway? No, you come to me. That way they can bite my tongue. So hold on here. How do they bite your tongue hold when on, it's why, in your mouth? Stop. Why would you say they and not just Matthew? Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> okay. Do okay. Show me French kissing one more time. <laughs> And that's how you play mouth charades. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I finished Tiger King yesterday. And? Oh, my God. That good, huh? I, I had said that this was the, it was the perfect series to come along at the perfect time. Yeah. Because it's like seven episodes and watching that kind of nonsense, you you really have to sort of justify it to yourself. But now that everybody has nothing but time on their hands, it is the perfect series at the perfect time. So it's incredible. Explain what Tiger King is. Okay, so Tiger King is the story of these quote-unquote zoo owners in the southern U.S. So like Oklahoma, Florida, and then somewhere, I can't remember where the third guy was. And there's this dude named Joe Exotic who, who's real the, last name? I bet. <laughs> who, <laughs> who got a lot of press because he ran for president, and then he ran for governor of Oklahoma. Uh -huh. He's a gay hillbilly in a polygamous relationship with two meth heads. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then it becomes a animal abuse story mixed with a murder for hire story mixed with. Um, ligers mixed with uh, ligers like Napoleon Dynamite. There's there's two cast members that are missing limbs. Um, there's death. There's the most uncomfortable funeral that you will ever see in your entire wait, wait, so, so, life. Is this a show or it's a documentary? It's a documentary. So all these people are real. All these people are real. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these people are real, and it is it is such a wild, wild story. And again, it's one of these things. Like when I watched The Pharmacist, which was huh. an incredible documentary, and the the guy who was in The Pharmacist, the, the the main The Pharmacist, he just independently for like 20 years recorded everything, 
right? Yeah. He just recorded everything. He video recorded everything he did. He audio recorded every phone call he ever had with anybody. Wow. And then when they go to put this documentary together, they have all of this stuff. Like, it's incredible. And it's the same thing with Tiger King, which is this guy, Joe Exotic. He, rec- he recorded everything he did and then had a crew following around his crew recording everything they did for years for the purposes purposes of what? Eventually, one day doing no, something like no, that. No, he was doing he or? was doing his own internet show. Oh, and then and then somebody was doing a documentary on him doing an internet show, oh, and then okay. they just wound up getting everything. Uh-huh. But it, it's it's wild. It's like you know, did this one woman feed her husband to tigers because what? because he was rich and she needed the money? Like it's a wild story, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. And then, and his two gay husbands who weren't really gay, but they were both on meth. And there's, I think, maybe six teeth between them. Like, it's a real wild story. Man. Like three and three or like, no, two well, one four, guy, one guy, one guy, like one, one guy only confirmed one guy only has three teeth in the front, right? Okay. okay, okay confirmed. Okay. Confirmed. Right. And it's weird because, you know, sometimes that when somebody, you see somebody who's lost a bunch of teeth, the teeth they have wind up looking larger than what uh-huh. they should. Like, his front tooth looks like it's double sized. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. Right? It's like he's got like three big teeth. Okay. Right? Like it's a wild story. But if you get the chance, watch it. It is, uh, it, it's a it's a part of America that you don't know really exists or that you know exists, but you you never see it. And you're kind of okay that you never it's see it. It's called what, Tiger? It's called Tiger King. Okay. The story of Joe Exotic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Real name, by the way. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Razamoka. Who's this? It's Mike. How are you guys? Good, Mike. What up? I think it's really time to retire Roz's nickname of Smooth Cool Dude. Why, man? I mean, yeah, Why? me too. <laughs> well, okay, perfect. Roz, you're going to love this one because now you're the Smooth Cool Tiger King. Oh, shut up. <laughs> same pants, same it. shirt, same Just hat. Stop it. Does That's my- it. Both like cats. <laughs> That's right. I have. I do have. Th- I have three at home. <laughs> you're right. I hey, do. I, I really appreciate you guys still being in there, doing what you're doing, keeping everybody smiling. So I figured I'd, I'd add to the uh, to the comedy a little bit. Yeah. Like like I like the world isn't tough enough already, man. Okay. I don't need you calling in making smooth cool dude jokes. <laughs> hey, smooth cool tiger king. Come Shut on. up. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> See you guys. Have a good one. Be safe. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Good, man. Just trying to get through, you know. Yeah. Same one. <laughs> Are you playing music right now? I can't hear anything. Yeah? I can't hear it. You can't? No. It's like a bump and beat. No. I don't hear it in there either. I can't hear anything. Maury! No, honestly, can't hear anything. Nothing. Yeah. I know, because I'm not playing anything. Oh, it well, looked like you hit honestly, play with it because I usually there's like a moment where you pause and then yeah, you start you start I know. you just oh, ruin no, the, okay hold on moving forward can you wink or something if you're no, trying to be social funny? distancing yeah not even you, a wink no because you can't see you're not wearing glasses <laughs> yeah why are you wearing your glasses man some honestly speaking uh, no, no lie. Lie. We, we want you to take us in circles for the next twenty five minutes yeah. more of a simple question of where are your glasses. <laughs> I feel uh, like your mother. Yeah, the, the answer should just be over there. Maury, where's your glasses? They're over there, but sometimes everything's too bright, and sometimes I like the world to be a little blurry. So hold on here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, that cough is going to kill us all. You know that, right? <laughs> okay, so sometimes you feel comfortable when the world is a little bit more blurry. You don't want everything to be in focus all the time. 
You know, it's like you're in my head again. Right, okay. So when, when things are in focus is when you can read all the bad things that are going on in the world. Oh, I'd right? be out of my head. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, no, why are you wearing your glasses, though? No, it's like sometimes I take them off if everything's too bright. Like the computer screen's too bright. I'm so sitting like right your, in front of it. Does, does, your, does your glasses, I don't know because- I never I wear them at home. I don't have my glasses yet. So do glasses amplify like the brightness of something oh, when you're looking percent, at it? thousand percent. A thousand percent? hundred percent. Okay. Even at a hundred, that's yeah. pretty risky. That's very bright. <laughs> I'm concerned now. If I didn't have to wear them while driving, I wouldn't. But... So hold on here. So if I get glasses- <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> before- before but you said that you don't like your glasses on because you would rather things be blurry. Yeah. You never wear your glasses at home. I, not even when I watch TV. I find myself leaning forward sometimes. Oh, we know. We've heard the <laughs> lean forward stories. <laughs> it's on a podcast for like two or three podcasts ago. If you listen to Ask Razamoka, you'll, yeah. uh, you'll understand why Maury leans forward so much. Like I, I only wear them driving or at a social gathering. Because I just, I, I don't like everything so in focus. Really? So even yeah. your husband, huh? No, I like him blurry. Oh, wow, damn. <laughs> soft filter, always. <laughs> always with that soft filter. <laughs> What's the matter Bro, with you? honestly, like you got to control yourself. You can't, you can't be doing that when we're... <laughs> When Rona's taking over, bro. I don't think he can help it. Whoa, that's a whole new laugh. If something's really funny, make a sound. Oh, wow. <laughs> huh? If something's really it's like funny. any sound. Okay, so no glasses for you today. No. No, okay. How's things at home? How's things the dog? Things are great. Uh, I wanted to ask Matthew what he wanted for lunch yesterday, yeah. and I knew what I wanted, which, which was? was mac and cheese. Gotcha. So I held two boxes of the same mac and cheese in front of him and said, what do you want for lunch? Right. These are your options. So that, how much mac and cheese have you guys had? I've now had eight boxes. Oh, my God. It's too much mac and cheese, man. Hold on. Yeah, but we're, you, in, a, we're in a, you know, epidemic. eight boxes? What's that? You've eaten eight boxes of mac and cheese? Yes. Oh my god! That's too much mac and cheese. Yeah. Are you going through? Are these your reserves that you're eating? Yeah. Okay. What am I supposed to do? Well, no, nothing. It's. I mean, it, it, you're right. It is looking right now. I had this conversation the other day. Mm. When can I start dipping into the reserves? Because it's looking like the grocery stores may not close forever, right? Like, oh, yeah, and no. you don't want me to go to them. So, what? what's my option? Well, no, I know. I, we don't want you to go out the of the frozen house. codfish that's been in a, like for a month in the back of the freezer, or a box <sighs> of mac and cheese. Well, it, it doesn't matter to me. Just don't leave the house. Right. So my options are mac and cheese or frozen old cod. Right. That sounds like Matthew's <laughs> options too. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So who would have thought that it's Cardi B versus Idris Elba? What? Yeah, so earlier in the week, you remember Cardi B was uh, goofing saying that she thinks that all these celebrities are getting paid to say that they have coronavirus. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but if they're paying them, where's her money? Because y'all not, y'all not really saying what it is. And it's like, all right, so tell me what it is and what it ain't. I'm starting to feel like y'all is paying to say that they got it. And if y'all are paying to say that they got it, pay me too, okay? Damn. So Idris Elba was one of the first big stars to come out and say that he was tested and he tested positive. And he then did a response to what Cardi had started, which is the sort of test shaming now that's going on of where the perception is that if you are rich or famous, you skip the line to get tested. So this was Idris Elba's response. And also like this idea that 
someone like myself is going to be paid to say I've got coronavirus, that's like absolute bull****, such stupidness. And, and people want to s spread that as if it's like news. That's stupid. It's the quickest way to... Um, it's the quickest way to get people sick. There's no benefit to me and Sabrina sitting here saying we've got it and we ain't got it. I, I don't even understand the logic of that. So then Cardi uh, comes back. She's on a tear. Like Cardi's spitting a lot about coronavirus. <laughs> she got all that time to be locked up in that house. <laughs> oh what else God. is she going to do? So but this, go on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. So this is now Cardi's sort of response uh, to that. And she actually like makes some sense here. And I really want to let uh, these celebrity knows. I really why the confusion that um, the general public have, right, and the questionings that the general public have. Because if number forty-five is getting on a podium saying, "Hey, listen, if you do not have any symptoms of the coronavirus, which is coughing, fever, and whatsoever, et cetera, et cetera." And do not get tested because we don't have enough uh, testes to test everybody. Uh -huh. But if a celebrity yeah. is saying, hey, listen, I don't have no symptoms. I'm feeling good. I feel healthy. I don't feel like nothing. But I went and got tested and I'm positive for the coronavirus. That caused confusion. That made people be like, well, wait a minute now. Uh, I don't have no symptoms, but I know I went out this and that day. I might just have it. I'm scared because I'm around my kid. I'm around my grandparent. What should I do? And let me tell you something, the the general public, people that work regular jobs, people that get regular paychecks, the middle class, the, you know, poor, whatever the crap, they're not getting, they're not getting treated like, 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 like the high, you know, the ones that appear, like celebrities and everything. They're not getting the coronavirus results the next day. That's one. I, the coronavirus is very much real. She's spitting some facts. Like, if you don't feel the symptoms, but you're still going to get tested. Yes. Like, and you're getting those results right away. Because you're not supposed to do that. Right. Right? You're not supposed to be able to just go and get a random test with no symptoms. And then find out that you have it. Or find out that you don't. Or find out. In most cases, you would find out that you don't. Right. So she's spitting some facts or I may be team Cardi in all of this. Hey, mental. Okay. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You see this? Hold on, I gotta play this for you. I know I want your opinion on this. Okay. Uh, Nick Lachey turned the hardest thing by ninety-eight degrees. That classic <sighs> ninety-eight degrees track. It's just the hardest thing I ever have to do. Into a yeah. quarantine. I've heard of that song once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> once or twice. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, you want to hear Nick Lachey singing from home? Singing that song? Yeah, but With he's, he's changed guys? it, well, though. But he's, he can, cha right? he's changed it, though. He's changed it. He's turned it into like a, a, a sort of like a... It's now all about... Or the intent, anyway, is all about quarantine. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. It's the hardest thing we've ever had to do To stay stuck in our house Just watching all this bad news It's the hardest thing we've ever had to try to stay six feet apart when we go outside Nothing to do, no sports on TV Wash my hands so much that they started to bleed Damn this quarantine It's the hardest thing we've ever had to do But in the end it's worth it 
Together we will get through. Okay. Ooh. You didn't like that? I mean, listen. Obviously, I'm Nick Lachey. He should start everything that way now. Oh, by the way, yeah, um, Love is Blind is coming back for seasons two and yes. three on Netflix. Yes, 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 yes. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, yeah. The, so the next season right now, they're casting in uh, Chicago. So I think season two, because the only way this show works, what makes Love is Blind different? Besides, obviously, Nick Lachey. Uh, what makes Love is Blind different than all the other shows is that Love is Blind, everybody has to be cast from the same city. Yes. Right, so they did Atlanta, which is smart, and now they're going to Chicago. So I think uh-huh. season two is going to be all people from in and around uh, Chicago. But seasons two and three of Love's Blind, they is, had uh, to like with the popularity of that oh show. Oh my Netflix, god! But they shot no that way. show like three years ago. I know, like so, so that's my long question. ago. Two did they shoot ago, two, two that show and then like no networks wanted to pick it up and then Netflix ended up getting it? No, I think it was specifically for Netflix, but Netflix has such a long rollout of things, right? Yeah. That I don't even know. They have stuff in the can that is just like that they shot so long ago, but they weren't expecting on Love is Blind to, to get, like blow up. No, but to get that many couples to say yes. Yeah, I guess. Right? They had to cut two full couples from the show. Yeah, from from episode one, I yeah, think it was. That you never one or even, two. Yeah, they introduced them at the beginning, and then they just cut them. Like, yeah. they had so many couples like, that wanted boring. to get married. Yeah. They were like, hey, listen, we're all going to Mexico. Unfortunately, you guys aren't invited. Yeah. And But they were already engaged. Yeah. They like, just didn't make the show. Just Uber home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Jamie. How you doing? It's Razamoka. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing good. You wrote us this. Uh, Razamoka fixed my life. I'm currently in a stage where I'm having to decide on if I should buy a house first or get married first. My mom has been grateful enough to help me with the purchase of the, my first home, but only recently did I find out that was it was on the condition that I marry my partner first. Uh, we got into a heated debate with it ending with her saying... Don't even think about getting a house if you won't get married first. Marriage is a sanctity. Yeah. My partner and I have a plan that we only get married after I graduate or buy a house first. Now we're debating if we should just get married. Wow. Why is your mom putting these kinds of rules on you? Uh, She's very traditional and very much um, very females have to listen to their parents, do the home stuff. And as soon as we get married, then apparently we're safe from polygamy, not polygamy, but, you know, being cheated on. Infidelity? Yeah, that's the word. And or or promiscuity? Apparently. Like, does she think that you're out sleeping around and that that's going to stop if you marry your, your boyfriend? Essentially, yeah, that's the belief. Oh, how old are you? Oh, my God. I'm 27. So did your mom buy this house already or she gave you the money for it already? No, no, not yet. No. Oh, okay. Have you been saving for your own place? Yeah, yeah. For the past couple of years now, my partner and I have been debating on where we should live. Uh-huh. So, as yeah. wonderful as it is to have a parent who is willing to help you out with the purchase of your first home. That's a huge thing, right? It's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But the way that it sounds like to me, your mom is saying that you have to be married so you'll stop sleeping around. Which is, a, which is a wild thing to put on a daughter. Uh, yeah. And then turning around and saying that you can have the money for the house, but you have to be married first. If you think that taking the money from your mom to buy a house 
if you think that these rules and this control that your mother seems to need over your life is going to end after you take the money, you are nuts. This is only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. I was actually thinking about that the other day because um, the question of if we were to go through with getting a house, will we give my parents a key to the house? Because 100% she would come up unannounced even if I asked her to. Okay. So my opinion is this, is that do you love your boyfriend? I do. You want to spend your life with this guy? Yeah, we've already spent a lot of time together. Okay. So. Here's here's my advice to has you. Has he been saving as well for a house? Oh, yeah, he has more than I do. Okay. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay. Here's my advice to you. Don't take your mother's money. Yeah. Do this on your own. Come up with a plan. Save your money. Look for your own place. Do all of this solo. Don't take the money. You can't have this control that... And, and, and it's interesting when you talk about, you know, the word... I don't even know. I don't want to say abuse, but it is a form of abuse. It's a form of emotional abuse. And uh, when a parent needs to have this kind of control over their child, it is an abuse that can last years into adulthood where a lot of other sort of things, you know, sort of taper off once the kid goes out on their own. But this manipulation that people have, and it's a need that they have, control that they need uh, over their kids' lives and using the parameters that they that your mom is throwing at you, it is so, so unbelievably wrong. Yeah. Like, it's incredibly wrong. Hey, Jamie, is your is your dad still in the picture? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what does your whatever, dad say about all this? Whatever she says goes. Yeah. Oh, okay, so she controls him too. Yeah. Was she also uh, controlling where you would live? Like what neighborhood? No, no, no. no? Okay. No. That's, up to, that's up to us. Oh, that's um, up to you. Okay. Yeah, you got to not take your mom's money. You got to. It'll never end. You have to. You have to, to to sort of be the one that sets the boundaries and forces her to not be controlling. It's not a lot. Of, it's not a lot, but it would be a portion of the down payment. Then maybe you guys yeah. are renters. Not everybody's a homeowner. Maybe you yeah. guys are renters. Yeah, we did that for about five years in Hamilton. We don't like renting. Well, do you have enough money to buy a house? What's your credit like? Can you do you have a down payment? All this stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't all we don't all get to do that. Yeah. Keep saving, girl. Yeah, that's the plan. Oh God, don't take that money. Don't take that it's money. It's tempting. I know it's tempting, but guess what? You take that money, you get that house, she gets a key, and then she's going to hold that over you the entire time that you guys are living in that house. You're going to disagree with her on one thing, and all she has to do is say, well, part of this house is mine because I gave you the money for it. You know what? I was listening to the podcast, and there were a bunch of individuals who are also in a situation where they were guilt-tripped their entire life because of their parents. hmm and I feel like I'm in the exact same position. You are in that exact same position. Probably the most extreme case we've heard. Oh, oh that's comforting. Yeah, sorry. Don't take that <laughs> Don't take that money, though. It's a good thing that we didn't look for a house earlier this year, too. No, just don't. Just You got you to gotta go and be with your guy, and you guys got to build a life together. You can still have a relationship with your mother, but she the, the, the controlling and the manipulation has to end now. Yeah. Okay. You're going to do this. No, I know I will. It just will be a bit later than I thought. Hey, and you know what? That's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. But you're going to do this, and you're going to get through it. Thank you. That's comforting. All right, Jamie. Take care. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yesterday, we were talking about how people pronounce certain foods. Is it caramel or caramel? Caramel. Maury says caramel. It's caramel. So today, I want to get your thoughts on 
how you eat certain foods because there's certain foods that we all eat a very specific way. Wow, okay. So when you make a sandwich, what's Uh the best way to cut it? I cut it diagonal. I cut it straight down the middle, right in half. So straight down the middle, like straight... Okay, so if you're looking at a piece of bread the way that it would be on the counter, so the roundy part is at the top. That's right. The squarey part is at the bottom. Boom, right down the middle. So you cut it down the middle... So you so each piece has a roundy part? Yeah, but it also has a nice bottom that you can grab onto. Like it's a, it's on a pointy bottom. Like it has a lot of stuff to hold. Okay, so hold on here. So if you're cutting a sandwich in half, what's right? the what's the way to cut it? Let's forget about diagonal. We all know diagonal is the best way to cut a sandwich. Yeah. That 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 it's okay. We put that we, to the side. Put that to the side over there, okay? <laughs> According to this poll, 80% of people say diagonal is best. So yeah. overwhelmingly the majority is diagonal. Okay. Now, let's talk about cutting a sandwich in half. If you cut a sandwich in half, and uh-huh. the bread is lying in front of you on the counter the way that it should be, yeah. right? Yeah. Is the knife going, like, horizontally or vertically? Like, is each piece getting a little bit of the round part and a corner? Or is one piece both corners and then the other piece the whole I, roundy part? I would take the knife and cut it ver- vertically. Yeah. That way, I get a little roundy part on each side. So I'm not stuck with the, with the, the side that's, like, it's all roundy. You know what's interesting is Whereas that I, I go top to bottom, like I, yeah, right so the top. same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Where I think that if I cut a sandwich in half, I think I give myself one round piece and one square piece. Why would you do really? that? I don't know. You cut it from top to bottom, and then you sort of, I guess, I know how to open a sandwich, and then what you hold it with two hands, and you put it to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, we, so diagonal is the best way to cut a sandwich. Okay. We all know that. Yeah. Okay. So do you eat pizza flat, like a flat piece, or do you fold it in half? Fold it in half. Flat. Flat, Maury. Flat. Interesting. Doesn't yeah. matter. Maury. Always, always, always fold it And in you want to know why? Because that way you can enjoy it for longer. If you if you fold it, you're eating more at one time. But if you keep it flat, there's more What if you're taking to, smaller to bites? What? What if you're taking smaller bites? Well, yeah, sure. But I mean, if you flatten it, you're eating a lot of the same. <laughs> you're eating the exact same <laughs> slice of pizza, though. We're, but we're both eating a piece of pizza. I know, but mathly, if you fold it wow. in half. Hashtag mathly. <laughs> uh, by the way, Maury is the majority. Only 31% of people fold their That's slice. first. Yeah. Uh, what is the best way to eat an apple? Do you just bite it or do you cut it up? Uh, I typically, I have an apple right here. I typically yeah. just bite it. Okay. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll cut it up. Okay. So uh, during the day, I'll just bite it normally, but at nighttime when I'm sharing with Matthew, I use the apple cutter. Okay, that was not the question, though. What is the best way to eat an apple? Right in your to, hand to, and eat it. To slice it or to bite it? Bite it. Bite, bite it. it. Slicing one with 56% of the vote. Oh, wow. It's more work. Okay, for those... Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Let me ask you this apple Go question. Go for it, please. When you eat an apple... Okay. Do you bite in the middle? You bite the middle, uh-huh. right? I yeah, assume. Yeah, 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 Everybody yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now... As you're making your way around the apple, interesting. Yes. Are you biting and rotating the apple towards your mouth and rotating that way, or are you rotating away from your mouth? Oh, okay. Now hold on That's here. That's the question. Okay. When you're so, eating an apple, right? You're holding the apple. 
Okay. I'm, mo- I'm moving it down. And I'm moving it in a downward motion. Downward? So yes. you're not going like no, this. No, I'm not you're going. Not what kind of savage rot- goes up? I don't even know if my up. fingers could do that. Now, uh, when I eat an apple, yeah. I hope this is interesting to people. If you have a comment <laughs> on it, it's 925 Just let us know that we're not alone. You're obsessing over how to eat an apple. Okay? <laughs> now, when I eat an apple, uh-huh. my technique is I take one bite out of the middle. Yep. Then I go directly to the right of that uh-huh. and bite that. Then to the left of that and bite that. And then I turn it. So I eat it like a piece of corn where I don't go all the way around the middle and then go and clear the ends. Okay. I go like a piece my of, next yeah, I go like a piece of corn all the way across. So I start at the middle. Yeah. Work my way all the way around. Like a bunny? Yep. Wow. And then I move to the left yeah. and I clear that side. Really? Then I move to the right and clear that side. Now, <laughs> when you're clearing the ends of an apple, are you turning the apple the other way? No. That's what I do. No, I don't. You don't. Uh-huh. Interesting. Now, Maury. No, I don't want to watch no, you eat no. an apple. I start like this. You bite it right at the very top. Yeah. That's super weird. Then I turn it. Did your father not teach you anything? He was too busy partying. Okay. <laughs> Moving on now. Uh, <laughs> what is the best brownie? A piece from the corner or a piece from oh, the middle? Yo, okay. What is the best piece of a brownie? Okay, I'm going to say... A piece from the corner or a piece from the middle? My preference is a piece from the middle. I'm going to say, according to the people surveyed, they're going to say from the corner. Okay, Maury? I say middle. I don't like the... Because the corners get hard. Okay. Uh, 57% said corner piece. Yeah. Uh, And then finally... Oh, here we go. We got two more. Uh, When you eat a popsicle, do you bite it or do you lick it? Bite it. Your tongue gets stuck if you lick it. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> just move on move on don't pay attention to what he just said just move right along I know what you're trying to do okay I'm gonna okay. say bite okay uh, 77% 77% of people said that they quote mostly lick uh-huh okay fine what is the matter with you over there okay yo for real get the yeah. lights on before we ASAP. go before we go when you eat a bagel yeah do you eat them slice it down the middle and then do you eat them one piece at a time or do you put whatever you're putting on it and then sandwich it together sandwich always 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 sandwich it wait you you put everything on it let's say cream cheese cream cheese on it yes then you make the bagel sandwich then you cut it in half. Hold on. So you go back to sandwich, right? Yeah. I never do sandwich. I only ever eat bagels. If I have cream cheese or peanut butter or anything on a bagel, it's yeah. only ever two halves. Really? Separately. Oh, wow. Separately. Interesting. Yes, never. No, uh, I always sandwich it. You guys are in the minority. Only really? 22% of people eat a bagel sandwich style. Oh. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, I got some more texts okay. at 925 Somebody said, my best friend licks her chips before eating them. Who the F likes a wet chip? Ew. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. That defeats the purpose. I know. Uh, Somebody else said, I eat Cheetos with chopsticks because I don't like to get the Cheetos on my fingers. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Cheetos and chopsticks? Yeah. Uh, Another one. I suck on popcorn until it disintegrates in my mouth. Wow. Here's a weird pizza one from Natasha. People like to hork all over their foods, huh? I open up the top of my pizza. Oh, pizza pop. Okay, like a pizza pocket. Okay, yeah. Eat everything inside with a spoon. (laughs) Yeah. And then I eat the rest once it's all empty inside. (laughs) So So then you're just eating all the filling and then you eat the dough? Yeah, and I have a really hard time eating things in the, like, not in a way where they were intended to eat them. You know, like I, I like to sort of maintain the the integrity 
of whatever it is that you're eating. Like a burrito, you need to eat like a burrito. You can't open a burrito up, eat all the stuff, and then pick apart at the tortilla on the outside, right? Uh, Somebody said, I eat all the chocolate icing off of my donut or cupcake and then eat the rest. Okay, excuse me, what? I eat what? So all the icing, whether it's on a cupcake or if you get a donut, right? Eat all that first and then you eat the rest of that food item. Oh, wow. So I assume, like, if you get a donut, yeah. you work your way around the donut on the top, and then you're just eating the dough after? And then we were talking about popsicles, whether you bite the popsicle yeah, or whether you suck the popsicle. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. And it, someone said, who uh, anyone who eats a popsicle that way is a psychopath. <laughs> what, who bites it? Yeah, everyone knows <laughs> you suck on a popsicle. Oh, wow. Okay. I've always bit them. Yeah, same. Yeah. Because I find if okay, <laughs> okay, this is gonna sound weird. Go for it. But we're talking about we popsicles. Yes. If you suck on it too long, yeah, it's gonna melt a little bit and it gets drippy. It yes, drips down. It does, and then it drips down all over your hands. Right. So once you have it, yes, bite it, and then that piece that's in your mouth, yes, that's what you suck on. I'm with you. I take little bits in my mouth at a time because you're right. If you suck it too long, it winds up all over your pants. <laughs> Right? And, and your hands, sometimes your chin. <laughs> I do watch Is that you text the show? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Okay. We got a bunch of texts at 925 on the list of uh, that you were reading just now, Roz, mm-hmm. on uh, your technique on eating certain foods, right? Okay. Yeah. So give me the one with pizza again. Okay. Do you fold it? Yeah. Or do you eat it flat like a slice? So I said, fold it. You said, fold, fold it. Yeah. Damn, Amori said, flat. Yeah. My the kid text. gets grounded if she doesn't fold a piece of pizza. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> it's a rule in my house. Um, somebody said, uh, I hate <laughs> it when people dad. eat pizza with a fork and a knife. You know, I used to do that. Did you? Did it for a long time. Yeah. I still eat chicken wings with a fork. Wait, regular pizza or like the super thin, like when you go to... A fancy place. I used to eat all pizza with a knife. Really? Yeah, but but if I go to like a fancy place that has like a Neapolitan style pizza, um, yeah. I'll sometimes, eat, because sometimes they don't even cut it, right? Like sometimes they just give you the whole pie right on that tray. But yeah. in a restaurant, is it okay to lift it if you want? Of course it or is. Or is that yeah, like, will people yeah. look it's over? Traditionally, no, pizza is no, 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 meant to no, be no, no, no. Yeah. eaten with your hands anyway, yeah, but right? I, and I, but now I fold. Folding is just so much, it's so much easier. I take a little piece of napkin and I put it in my, in my hand, yeah. right, to catch the grease. And then I take the pizza slice and I fold it in half. And then as I'm eating, if any grease comes out of that beautiful little grease boat that you've just made, it goes right into the napkin and not on my jeans. Okay, pro tip for those Neapolitan styles, right? Yeah. Because normally, the the once you cut the once you get close to the middle of the actual pizza, yeah. it's already so thin yeah. that folding it in half it just like makes a complete mess. So right before you fold your pizza in half, yeah. right? Yeah, you take the part that's super, super thin and you fold it upwards into like towards the where the crust would be and oh. then you fold it in you half. You double fold like a fitted sheet. Yes. Wow. When you get yeah. close to the fold crust. Fold it into itself and then, and then and then fold it in half again. Oh, you then, you, it is the best. To me, is that not too thick? Like, no. I don't know. Like, to me, no. that seems too thick it's, to put in my mouth. It's, <laughs> that's what she Shots said. Shots up. It's the best. Okay. Listen to this one, okay? Yeah. triple five again. Somebody said, uh, Oh, where's the Kit Kat one? Oh, man. They must have texted something else. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Okay, I eat all chocolate off the Kit Kat and then the wafer. Oh, okay. No other way. Okay. Don't at me. Right. I know people that do that. 
I've never seen I've that done. I've never heard of no? that in my entire life. Really? You know who You're the ruining kid, the Kit Kat, though. Kid, kids do that. Kids no, you're do ruining, that. because you're eating all the chocolate, which I is know, great, but I then know. you're like, yeah, the boring ass wafer after? I, I know, kids do that. Um, kids will also eat the candy shell off a um, Cadbury mini egg. No. Yeah, and then eat the middle part. 100%. Is that like the same people that, I guess, lick the cream out of the Oreo? Yeah, some people used to do that. Kids, kids were notorious. They they built a marketing campaign for two decades, an entire generation of people around splitting an Oreo. It's so good. Yeah. The white stuff. Uh, yeah. We're also talking about how you eat an apple. Whether once you bite into the middle, assuming you bite in the middle, yes. you rotate the apple towards you, so rotate it down or right. rotate up, so the apple away from you. Right. And somebody said. Nine two five triple five. You rotate an apple up to scoop up the juices. You know what's interesting is I thought when we first were talking about this, do I bite it and then turn it down? No, I bite it and turn it up. So you rotate away I from rotate your mouth. I rotate up away from my mouth. Yeah. So you eat towards the bottom. E- <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I always rotate. You go, really, huh? Towards. I'm, I'm with you. You have to hold it up to catch the juices. I'm with that. Whoever texted that, you're a genius. You've just maybe changed the way that I eat an apple now. You're right about that. The scoop. <laughs> there you go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since I've read to you uh, some kids write jokes from oh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts. Uh, that accepts jokes written by children, and the jokes are just terrible because they're written by children. Yeah, they don't understand a punchline. They know words and roughly how many words and when a punchline is supposed to happen. But, yeah, but, but they I don't also, understand the concept of writing jokes. Right. I also feel like they don't understand the setup either. No. So it just makes for a terrible joke. Yes, okay, go. Who doesn't know what one plus one is? I don't know who. A baby doesn't know because it doesn't know any math. Right. See? This one's not necessarily a joke as it is a statement. Yeah. I did not say laptop. I said lollipop. (laughs) (laughs) What happens when a giant building goes onto a rat? What? It can hold it. It's a strong rat. Okay. That's a terrible joke. I don't know who that kid is, but... It's a terrible joke. Who's the best dancer ever? Who? Not me. <laughs> Why did the banana lady cross the road? Why? To try on a banana wedding dress. <laughs> what happens when you bring a TV into the forest? What? It doesn't even work anymore. No. <laughs> Why would it? Why did the old woman fall into the well? Why? She didn't see it. <laughs> These are just like unfortunate situations. How do you make an old man cry? How? Push him off of a long, 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 long roof. That's what was written. Why did the egg leave the farm? Why? To be a super adventure eggman. Right. Why do thieves want money? Why? They want money because that is their job and they have to do their job. Again, not a joke, more of a statement. Yeah. You have underpants in your brain. Ha 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 ha. This. Why Roasted. did the skeleton cross the road? Why? Because he was feeling bony. Yeah. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Simon. Simon who? Simon Peter. <laughs> That's it? That's it. Come on, man. <laughs> what do you call a duck with no wings, no eyes, no beak, and no bottom? What? A marshmallow. Right. <laughs> And finally, kids write jokes from Twitter. Does Ken live in a den? I don't know. Who cares? Oh. (laughs) 
This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Jose Pereira is on hold, Roz. Yeah, Jose Pereira is, I don't know if you saw the story, he's the guy where he and his wife had to walk across the Rainbow Bridge to get back to Canada from the U.S. Yeah. And they went through this whole ordeal. Guess what? Oh, they were on a cruise, and then all hell broke loose, and they had to somehow get back from Florida. Uh, I don't even know how they did that. And then, yeah, nobody would take them back to Canada, so they had to walk across the bridge. Jose, what's up, man? It's Ross and Mocha. How are you? Hey, how are you? How are you doing that there? Good, man. So you walked home, huh? Yeah, it was, <laughs> uh, it was an interesting end to an interesting trip. I'll give you that. So let's go through the timeline here. You and your family family went on a cruise on what date? Yeah, so on uh, March 8th, uh, Sunday, uh, me and my girlfriend and another couple from the area, we had booked uh, this cruise a year prior and we flew it to San Juan. We had called the cruise line and they said it was business as usual. Oh, okay. So, but this was um, like before things started shutting down. Like I can't remember now. Monday. Yeah, but the 8th was the Sunday. The Sunday, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, there was no real... We'd heard word. We'd heard that it was going on in Asia, but nothing had really hit our side of the pond yet. But but you, at that time, though, like I'm going back to, to last week because it was so difficult. I know that at that time, Doug Ford was still telling people to go on their March break trips, and he hadn't yet told them not to. But there were multiple cruise ships around the world where people were stranded for weeks and they wouldn't let them off and you guys still wanted to go on your cruise? Well, again, we were told it was all clear. We were told, as you said, there was no indication. So you guys go on your cruise and you get back when? Uh, It depends what you mean by get back. We were supposed to be back in San Juan on the 15th, but that morning when we were going to pull into port, we stopped suddenly and found out we weren't allowed back, so we had to go uh, two days north to the uh, Florida to Cape Canaveral to Port Canaveral. And then so what happened? You flew back from Florida to where, Buffalo? Yeah, that day when we arrived two days later, they had arranged buses for everybody to go to the uh, Orlando airport. Right. We found out there were no direct flights to Toronto. So, yeah, that night we we, we took an 11 o'clock flight to Buffalo Landed about one in the morning. Probably got to the hotel around two thirty in the morning. And then, and then trying to get back home because you're from Oakville, right? Yeah, me and, and my girlfriend are from Oakville. And yeah. then, so trying to get back from Buffalo to Oakville, like, was taking a cab an option or no? It, well, originally we believed it was. Uh, that morning we had spoken to someone and they said, "Yeah, yeah, we we do this all the time." And then the news had changed suddenly. They called us back and said, well, our driver can't take you because they won't let him back. <laughs> so we asked them if they could at least bring us to the border. Uh-huh. Uh, at that point, we had decided the only way we were going to make it was to walk. So we grabbed our luggage. It must have been a sight for the guard to see these people with all their airline luggage going across the bridge. But there's actually a, a pedestrian walk path. It's yeah. a separate entrance. And you don't pass the, the Buffalo security. It goes right down to the, the Ontario security. Oh, okay. And how long is that walk? How long is the Rainbow Bridge? Well, it's about 15 minutes, but oh, it was so a nice bad. day. <laughs> no, it was a nice day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then so what? So you get back in Canada. You guys walk across the border. You clear border security. But you are now in Niagara Falls and you live in Oakville. So then what do you do? Well, we tried to rent a car, which was not a problem, a minivan. But we were told that it had to be returned to the the place where we pick it up all the rental car companies were doing this suddenly like we couldn't drop it off in oakville or 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 anywhere <laughs> well how oh, does that no work no. so you had to get the car from niagara falls drive home to oakville and then at some point get back in your own vehicle and drive back with the rental vehicle as well yeah that's oh, what essentially happened God. my my buddy that we went with Damn. grabbed his car we drove all the way back to niagara i dropped off the car and drove all the way back home again 
Uh, it's just the rules of the cars now. They're not accepting drop-offs anymore. So, uh, any regrets? <laughs> no, actually, you know what? The, the, the crew of the, the Epic, Norwegian Epic, were great. They extended everything two days. Yeah. We didn't feel at all... I mean, I'm sorry, here we are in the Caribbean. Yeah, we were put upon to stay two extra days at sea, right? Sure. That, that, was, a, that was a real bad thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, what point, true. Jose, at what point when you were on the cruise did you hear about how bad things were getting in Canada or and the U.S. with coronavirus? And that's the thing. Being on, on the boat, all you have is the internet. There's no radio. So we were getting mixed everything, a bag of everything. You couldn't know what to listen to. But at that point, when you guys left for your cruise, like they had shut Italy down, right? Like you knew, uh, you knew it was bad. We didn't know they shut Italy down. We were on a boat. No, 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 no. Italy was no, shut Italy down was before shut you down left, man. Right before, yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, here's, so here's what I'm going to do. We're going to get your email. We're going to send you a news update every day because I don't know <laughs> I don't know what you're reading, Jose, or who you're listening to, but we're going to keep you and your family informed, man. Yeah, well, we learned our lesson. We listen to the radio now. I hear you. I hear uh, you. Dude, well, uh, incredible story. Thanks very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Absolutely, gentlemen. You have a great day now. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'll tell you, the great thing about this summer is going to be the fact that everybody's going to be equally chubby. Yeah. The quarantine 15. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. <sighs> I put my pants on today. I was like, oh, really? Yeah, Zooks, it's only been a week. Tight. Tight. You're running through that supply, huh? Bruh. <laughs> I know. Saturday night. It's going to be great. Saturday. No, between Friday and Saturday, I dusted a bag of chips. Yeah. Saturday night as well. Uh, Sour Patch candy. So Sour Patch Kids. It's so good. But you know what? When you eat a full pack of that stuff, yeah, like your tongue, like the next day, my tongue—it's not no, was I like know. swollen yes. a little bit. Yeah, and my throat felt weird. Yes, yeah, we're all gonna be because spilling of out candy? of our shorts. We're gonna look like Ohio. <laughs> Hold on. That you know sounds I mean? funny. Now I got to look at Ohio. Are you talking yeah. about just like the way the state looks like on the map? No, I'm talking about the way people spill over their shorts. Oh, because they fat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we're all just sitting around eating junk, man. Uh, what's up, Mark? I'm not even wearing a belt. No? Because you don't need to anymore. No. No. Yeah, I'm telling you, everybody's gaining a little. Yeah. Everybody's gaining a little, and I'm okay with that. The summer's a write-off anyway. Yeah, everyone's going to be indoors. Sort of. Yeah. No, the summer's a write-off anyway. I had two frozen pizzas yesterday. Two! See, there you go. This is the problem. But it had spinach on it. Yeah, that doesn't matter. What else (laughs) did it have on it? Cheese? Oh, it had cheese and everything, but it had spinach. You basically had like a loaf of bread yesterday. (laughs) But it had spinach. Yeah, a loaf of Wait, bread. Wait, so did you have that with Matthew though? Matthew he had, had one. It? I had one, but he couldn't finish it. So okay, so I had a pizza and a half. Okay, yeah. And how big is a pizza? Just like a frozen one? Like or yeah, like what six it? slices? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A large. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. The belt industry is going to be hit hardest. <laughs> you thought all the other, everything else shutting down is I know. Bad. I know. No, the belt industry is going to be shut. They may never recover. We may all like the way our bodies look at yeah. the end of this. <laughs> Embrace yourself. Yeah, because there's going to be nobody to shame you. Nobody's going to have a great body by the end of all this. Nobody's going to be better than you. We're all the same now. Yeah. Little Porky. I like it. Fat. Yeah. Miserable. Oh, no. Happy. Actually, no. Happy. Happy. Fat and happy. Yes. There you go. Yes. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See that video of Drake and his dad on IG? Yeah. Just chopping it up? I I didn't listen to it, but I... 
Ignored it. my timeline, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and blew right past it. So but what it, were they doing? But apparently Drake, um, because he's, whole, hang, right? you know, he's up at his place in Toronto, his giant mansion. Yeah. Um, he had to get tested for Corona. And he was telling his dad about you know, it. I, you know, I had to do a test the other day, huh? Oh, at the uh, Corona? Yeah, I had to do a test. Uh, but it came back negative, though. But, yo, that oh, test is that test is uncomfortable, though. They put that Q-tip all the way, all the way in, all the oh, way inside your thoughts. And they put that I shit. saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody getting the test, and they take that Q-tip, yeah. and they put it in your nostril, and they stick it in probably like two full like inches. Far? Like this far. Ah! Oh, no. That far in your, like all the way in. And then they pull, and then they pull it out. Like it's deep into your nostril. So, but where does it go? Like all the way... Well, it goes straight, it goes, right? It goes straight. Yeah. It doesn't go up. It goes straight. Like it'll go. You can go. You can put your baby finger uh-huh. in your nostril. How far back? Like far. Like how far can you? I used to be able to put my baby finger like all the way, almost all the way in. What? Yeah. No, you can give yourself the coronavirus test. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not doing it right now though, because I'm not going that deep. <laughs> but uh, but no. Yeah, I used to be able to do that. Oh. I used to be able to put a chopstick in there too, like really no, super you deep. Didn't. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. You know how dangerous that is? No, yeah. My brother and I would sit around when we were sharing an apartment together yeah. and we'd we'd figure out who could put something in their nose the deepest. Oh come on, man. Yeah. What are you children? Yeah. We were. Well, no, twenties. <laughs> but we were broke, right? You know? <laughs> what are we, what are you gonna do? No, no, you gotta make your own fun. Self isolation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we play this is why self isolation is so easy for me. <laughs> I spent I spent four years playing. Playing Mortal Kombat and and and, and training my body to take a chopstick deeper and deeper Wait, in my nostril. I'm real curious about this now. They do. I somebody I, I watched. There was footage of somebody who oh, went to I one of the up online. Uh, who went to uh, one of the Chris coronavirus test. Uh, it was one of the drive-through ones where you drive up and you unroll your window and there's somebody in a in a full suit that does the that uh, takes this giant Q-tip yeah. and they just, they ram it so far in your nose. Now, I don't want this to deter anybody from doing it. This is the test Yo, that everybody you has to take. you got to drive after that? Yeah. Be so gonna, your like, eyes would be watering. Travel and, with a friend. Yeah. Actually, no, you can't. And, they, and, and the video that I saw, they don't even do it. Like, there's no sort of bedside manner to it at all. There's there's no, okay, one, two, three. It's like they just hold still and they no, ram it on in there. Another number on the list. Yeah. yeah. Right? Did you see this video, guys? Any of you, Shem, sent, find one and send it to, to Mocha so he can watch this. No, no, no. I believe yeah, you. It's a real, no, you got to watch it, though. We should all watch it. But yeah, it's a real deep, deep penetration. Really? Yeah. And I've had a lot of uncomfortable tests before. I don't even know where the drive-thrus are. Are I, they at the hospitals? No, I I don't know where they are. I don't know. I think there's one in Brampton. But I was reading something over the weekend where they're, I think it was the Washington Post or something like that, where they're going to just stop testing people altogether. In really? The, in the hospitals. Yeah, because if you show symptoms and they test you, they're basically wasting a test. Oh, yeah. So true, if true, you, true, if true, you true, show true. symptoms, they're just going to treat you as if you have it. Uh-huh. Just because of how, how few tests there are. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find it? Who has it? And social distancing. Get away from me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just all you got to do is just say, oh, I sent the email to you. Come on, bro. I'm not messing around here. Okay, let me see this. Yeah, check it out. Because it's really incredible. Oh, that lady looks so uncomfortable just yeah. in the picture. Yeah. Like she's yeah. squinting her eyes. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, what's Is there a story? Oh, my God. Right? It's oh. deep, right? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. I told you, man. It's no joke. <laughs> so when Drake was saying that they go back to your thoughts, like yeah. they really do. Oh, man. <laughs>
This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Roz and Mocha. Hey, Mocha, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Uh, my name is Andrew, and uh, I'm just standing outside my doctor's office in the snow, waiting for it to open. Oh, wow. And I'm kind of, kind of nervous. About what? I don't really want to go inside. Why? I'm worried about the coronavirus. Like that you have it already or that you're going to get it inside? I'm going to get it inside. Oh. oh. Well, what are you there for? Uh, just to get some medication. New prescription. Oh, why can't you do that over the phone? Uh, can I? What's the prescription for? Uh, it's for like a, like a stomach medication thing. Like is it, is it a prescription that you've already had before? No, no, it's a new one. Oh. Rod, you mentioned that you went to the uh, to the doctors before and... Uh, he put his hands all over you and stuff, and I, I don't want any of that, to be honest. Well, hey, listen, man. We can't all get what we want, brother. Doctor's got to touch you. Uh, I know. Yeah, Catherine had to get her uh, a prescription renewed the other day, and she went to the doctor for, just for an antibiotic uh-huh. uh, last weekend, and they gave her one week's worth, but she still wasn't cleared up. Her ears were still really bad, and so she called the clinic that she went to and yeah. was like, hey, I don't want to come in. Mm-hmm. But is there any way that you guys can just call the pharmacy and get me another round of this? And then a doctor called her back from the clinic, uh, did a phone consultation with her and said, yeah. what are the symptoms? How are you feeling? What's the update? And he switched her prescription to oh, wow. uh, a spray that uh, that they just phoned, then they phoned in. And she, yeah. didn't, she didn't have to actually go back in for a follow-up appointment. But you, you oh. need a, a new one, right? Yeah, I need a new one. Yeah. I actually yeah. need like, the physical paper and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, uh, I, I know. I know. So what time is the doctor's office open? Uh, eight o'clock. And so you're, it's gonna be a while. Yeah, and you're sta- and you're standing outside now. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Are there other people there? No, just me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you wait outside? Outside? Or are you like in your car in front I of? I am dead ass outside. Yeah. Oh, wow. outside. It's like yeah. it's it's like Ticketmaster in '92 at the doctor's office right now. <laughs> you drive Pretty seriously, much, seriously walk drive by a drive by a walk-in clinic uh, an hour before they open, and the line is around the block. It's like Boston Day out here. I'm just waiting for it to open. Yeah, yeah exactly. Damn. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, well, good luck, wish, man. Wish me luck. Thank you. Take care, brother. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roxy's doing a bunch of schoolwork yesterday. Was she? Yeah. See, Cruz is almost three, and like, we just like try to load up the day with like different activities. Yeah. So yesterday, I just spread like a whole bunch of paper. We have this long roll of paper. Yeah. And taped it to the floor and we did a little bit of painting a little yeah, bit of a little everything. coloring and then back to painting yeah and then set you gotta up, do it like, the house is a mess yeah hot wheels oh, tracks everywhere God. i know i know so what did roxy do uh she did some math she did some cursive because she's really oh. into cursive yeah because they don't teach kids cursive anymore right so she sort of oh is she learning it on her own yeah basically oh, i mean i mean her her, her teacher sent you. a bunch of cursive stuff home just for yeah. the kids to because the kids love it right uh-huh. um and she's like way better at cursive at ten than I ever was in my entire life. Yeah. Like, like it's perfect. Like, her, it's it's perfect. Um, but uh, so yesterday, and I was surprised that it didn't make a bigger headline than it did. Which was, didn't Doug Ford say yesterday that there was no way kids are going back to school on the sixth? Is that what he said? Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yo, man, my honest opinion is that school for the rest of the year is canceled. Yeah, I know. That's right? tough, They man. can't say that right now, obviously, because it's, no, it's still I mid-March. Know. I know. It's hard for kids. That's. I mean, I really feel for kids right now because it's like just social isolation when you're an adult is is one thing, mm-hmm. right? It really is. But social isolation when you're a kid is another thing. Yeah. It's very difficult. Like, especially if you have one, if you don't have two that are sort of like playing together. Yeah. But if you have like one, if you have one kid, the idea of not hanging out with another kid 
for weeks is incredibly is difficult. Is like Skyping or FaceTiming with her friends? No, 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 none of that. Right so, now, I mean, maybe that's not a bad idea. I saw but a it's, video in the U.S. of a teacher that drove by all of her students' houses and waved from the car did she? just yeah. to say Aww, hi. That's nice. It's great. So what happens then, like the one thing I don't know, and I guess they can't say because it's still so early, but like what happens if the school year gets like completely canceled? Like whatever grade you're in right now, do they then still no, well, advance? No, presum- the year, presumably, or? presumably you'll be doing work until the end of the year, right? So you'll still be oh, doing yeah, you'll still be doing some sort of curriculum until the end of the year, yeah. and you will advance, and you'll get your you know maybe get a report card. I don't even know how that's going to work now, yeah. uh, but you know you'll you will advance, but it's it's going to be very difficult. But the the difference is this is. When one kid has something that forces them to miss a uh, you know portion of the school year or whatever, it's hard on that one kid, mm-hmm. and it's hard to sort of say where that one kid now stands. But this is every single what kid, if, well, so every kid will now be in the same position. So yeah. going next year, when everybody starts school next year, everybody will be as far back as everybody but else. The kids that are ending in a school, they potentially don't get the chance to say goodbye to all their friends or have a prom. There will be none of that. Yeah, no, there will be no proms. Oh there, yeah, there will be no. There will See, be no that's proms. That's the part that's hurting a lot of kids. Yeah, there will be no proms. There will be no anything. No graduation uh, any, ceremony. Like that. And, and and again, we're not saying officially because nothing is officially done but you look at the way things are going and mm. it's going to be you know a, a, a sort of very slow and somewhat lonely end of the school year for most kids and it's hard unless yeah, you have your own really prom tough. at home and just dance with like your family that's what they did in contagion remember oh, what, remember that when uh, no when uh Matt, showing that a lot when, on tv i know bro <laughs> when when matt damon uh his uh, daughter's girlfriend Oh, sorry, his daughter's boyfriend, the, he had to keep them apart. And uh-huh. then it was prom time and uh, the kid got the the vaccine oh, no. on that day yeah. and then got his bracelet that said that he was vaccinated. And then uh-huh. they came in and they did prom, just the two of them in the middle of the living room. Oh, yeah? Spoiler alert, by the way. I was just going to say, <laughs> I don't got to watch the movie, thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. That list of essential services came out yesterday. So basically everything. Yeah, I was. I, I, it got so long. I started looking for my own name. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. say Roz. Come on, where is it? I know it's on there. Roz and Mocha. I know. Say it. Uh, but it would have been easier to just list the things that are not essential services. Like, given this list, that's the immediate question that I had, which was, okay, well, what is not an essential service? Mm-hmm. But you just have to sort of go through this list of 74 things and try and see what's not on there. The only thing that really stands out to me is that none of us are allowed to get a haircut. Yeah, so what they should have said, right? here's what's closed. Your barbershop, your salon. Yeah, your spa. No massages, everything. no haircuts. Like literally everything on here, there's, as you mentioned, there's 74 points here. There's, yeah, there's 74 categories with but, many more actual things. For example, category number 41... Or sorry, number forty-one on the list, right? Mm-hmm. Has it gives the list utilities, businesses that support uh, the provision of utilities and community services, blah 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 blah, right? Yeah. So that's number forty-one. But then underneath forty-one, it classifies like forty-one A, forty-one B, forty-one C before, and it goes all the way down to letter H until you get to number forty-two. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff on this list, man. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot, but I don't know what, so just spas and salons and barbers, right? 
Man, I'll tell you, you can you're really starting to tell what color people's hair really is, huh? We got, oh, yeah, the roots are starting we, to grow we got, out. Two weeks of roots. <laughs> <laughs> what are people going to do? I don't know. I told Jenna last night, I was like, I think we're gonna all going to have to learn how to cut hair yeah. like on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even with the dog. Like yeah. our our dog, Tig, we were going to take him to get groomed next month. Nope. But, and he's a golden retriever. Yeah. So when that hair gets long, you oh, know what man, though? You bad. actually may be able to go and get the dog a haircut and not you because pet stores are open. And if you get your dog's haircut know, in, one of, in one of those pet but, stores, they may still do it. You may be able to get a dog a haircut and not you a haircut. You may have to get no. your haircut by the person who cuts your dog's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of weird, <laughs> like it. underground barber racket that's going on. <laughs> you got all these. You got all put these... me to sit in a crate with a giant dryer <laughs> yes, on the side. Yeah, you got all these legit <laughs> hairstylists moving over to the animal world. Where you, nah, yeah, nah, they may, they may set up You're shop not, in the back, no, like in the back of a PetSmart. You watch, you watch, you watch. The next time you walk in there, you're going to go into that little weirdo shower that they put the dog in. There's going to be a person stool in there. No, and you'll be I'm like, what's that it. for? I mean, <laughs> and they're going to be like, how much? <laughs> that was going to be my question. Like, how much for real? Maybe I'll consider it then. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Danny DeVito, love Danny DeVito, uh, did a video just reminding everybody, especially the young people, to please just stay inside. I mean, we got this virus, this pandemic, and, you know, young people can get it, and they can transmit it to old people. The next thing you know, I'm out of there. So Governor Cuomo asked me to ask you, please do us a favor, all of us, and stay home, not spread this virus around. Thank you. Watch a little TV, why don't you? (laughs) (laughs) He keeled over there. Can you replay that for me, please? The last part? Yeah, I love Danny DeVito. Thank you. Watch a little TV, why don't you? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't kill Danny DeVito. No. Okay, just stay inside. Just stay inside. Don't kill Danny DeVito. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Trazamoka, who's this? Fabian, what's going on, guys? Yo, Fabian! How you, you surviving COVID, right? man? Oh, how do you think, man? Start loading my body up with THC, bro. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. So do you have to, yeah. uh, are you using like a, a different kind of weed right now ever since um, coronavirus hit? No, I've I just been grabbing what I could grab and waiting for my harvest to uh, be able to smoke. So once I got my stuff to smoke, then I won't be buying anymore. So are the weed stores open right now? I have no idea, to tell you the truth. I buy from Broken Coats, so my stuff gets mailed to me. What's oh, that? What's broken, what's broken Coats? They're, in, they're a licensed producer for... Because I've been prescribed for five years, right? So I've been signed oh, up with them right. for five for, years. Forgot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, forgot about okay. the prescription. <laughs> I go to the, I go to the source. I don't go to the the, the oh, middleman. I got gotcha. you. Everybody, all right there, though. Yeah, everybody's good. We're I, good, man. We're still, we're still coming in here every day, which is all good. No problems. I've been laying pipe every day. Nice. You know? You're a plumber, by the way. We should mention that. Yes. Fabian's a plumber yeah. and a big weed. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so uh, at your work, you're still, you're still able to go into other people's homes or into businesses. No, and, and, no, no, oh, no, 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 not at all. We we, we stopped we stopped uh, the service work. Any kind of service work where anybody's occupied oh. or whatnot. Yeah, we're not allowed in. Oh, okay. So what are you doing then? Yeah, well, just do, do installing new fixtures. That's it. Putting all the new toilets in and all the faucets in, so everybody can move in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no, no. Yeah, Nowhere where anybody's currently living, though, right? No, no. no. The, all the lower, anybody on the lower floors that are moved in, we're not allowed on. Mm-hmm. 
Huh. Yeah, they're just trying to stop uh, homeowners and the construction workers from mingling. Wait, so, so no, when you're trying their part. When yeah. you're going in to, uh, to do an install, right? Yeah. Are you then the only person, let's say, in that condo unit that's doing work? Or do you have other, are there other trades in there as well? Like, how does that oh, work? Oh, yeah. We're trade stacking because stuff, uh, the building's behind, right? So we got to get the, the suites finished. So there's a couple of uh, trades in the unit while we're there. Yeah. Huh. Is it weird? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been like this from beginning to since I started construction. It's just a little weird just because of the circumstances we're in. But the way I see it is that I've been on the site with these guys for about a year and a half now. We all know where we all been, you know. So we're crossing our fingers. No one's been uh, near anybody with this virus or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're taking our chances, man. We got to build these buildings, get these houses ready for everybody to live in, right? Listen, I've been on a lot of construction sites. I've had a lot of work done. I've had a lot of people at the house. I get... I know people, good friends of mine that build high-rise condos. You little buggers, okay, who are in those suites, let me tell you something. When it's lunch break, wash your hands before you eat. Absolutely. That's what we're all trying to tell everybody, you know. Uh, I've never I've good. never seen that before on a job site. I never saw a guy wash his hands before he goes into that big, giant cooler that you guys bring every day. No, absolutely. And that's what I've been telling my wife and I've been telling everybody, you know, like, it's rare that we wash our hands before we eat, you know what I mean? So but now everyone's like, doing it? We're trying. We're trying to get into it. You know, it's teaching a dog, uh, old dog. Needs I know. Hard. I know. I've seen you know, some. But, I've, I've seen roofers. Yeah. Right. Oh, like no. up there, like moving tar shingles. Yeah. They look at their watch. Eleven thirty. Time for that. You know, uh, PB and J snack. Yeah. And they just That's drag it. the cooler up onto the roof and they start going in at oh, it. Dirty. Right. Yeah. You know, they don't care. No. They don't care. <laughs> Hey, that's just how it's been, man. You know, I it's know. hard. Like I said, it's hard to teach uh, old dogs new yeah. tricks, right? Yeah. But yeah. Right, everybody, if you, if you see it, it, everybody's trying their hardest. I know, you know? I, know. I know. All right, buddy. Fabian, thanks for uh, for checking in. You be safe out there. You too, man. Love you guys. Thanks. Keep doing what you're doing, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ava Louise told everyone that she'd rather die hot than live ugly. That was the quote from Dr. Phil. So she is a... Uh, she's very popular on TikTok and I guess on YouTube. And she made a ton of news because she created what was called the Corona Challenge. She licked a toilet seat on an airplane and called it the Corona Challenge. And then she just turned around and said that she was trolling everybody and she wasn't serious. And then uh, Megan McCain on The View um, said that uh, they should throw her in jail, <laughs> that we should be jailing people like this. I saw a guy, another video of a guy, did you see this, that just was in the drugstore and just took his tongue out and just licked everything on a shelf? <gasps> no. Did you see that video? No. Yes. Oh my so God. the story today is that one in five people, and we know the generation that they come from, I don't want to sound old, but we know, one in five people in this country anyway aren't taking self-isolation seriously. That's 20%. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a lot of people. And then you get the coronavirus challenge, which is lick a toilet seat uh, from Ava Louise and Megan McCain obviously said that uh, she wants to, to throw her in jail. And here's what uh, Ava Louise said on her YouTube channel as to why she started the uh, the coronavirus challenge. So this was the reasoning, right? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. So I'm just gonna finish this white claw before um, I start this video. This challenge isn't real. No one is doing it. I made it up knowing I hit mainstream media immediately. Finally, you boomers turned this non-existent challenge into a problem that didn't exist and shared it globally because that's what you do and that's what you do to our country. 
Not one major YouTuber or influencer commented publicly, publicly on my fake challenge because they knew what I was doing since they all do it too. And guess what? They're smarter than you. You guys promoted me. I can't blame you because I'm f***ing hot, obviously. But don't say I'm ne a negative influence when I didn't have the global spotlight on me until you old farts gave it to me. I went from trolling Dr. Phil to trolling YouTubers to trolling the American media. Ava Louise, it's Razamoka. Hello. How you doing, girl? I'm a little tired, you know. Yeah? yeah? I'm getting drunk all night because there's nothing else to do kind of stuff. Oh, all right. How you feeling? I feel great. Megan McCain wants to throw you in jail. What do you say to that? Like, suck it. She needs to lose some weight first, and then we'll talk. Ooh, why does she have Bro. to lose some weight before you can talk? I hope her baby gets coronavirus. Wow. Okay, we're done. See ya. Bye. <laughs> disrespect. Nope. That was, like, mad disrespectful. Well, that's the thing, is that... I don't even know. I, I <laughs> like, After there's a, a comment like that, there's no way... That we were going to continue the conversation. No, 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 I know, but I, I was just—I'm saying so much of this is part. Is so much of this is an act, and when you look at things like TikTok and and what a lot of these other you know influencers, I guess, are doing, it's so much of it is an act. And she even said that so much of this is an act. But you have to be able to have a conversation and sort of break out of that ignorant persona that gets you so much clout. And when you can't, that's when you start to maybe believe that this isn't all an act and that, you know, this is like a whole new breed of person. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've never seen people like this before. Years ago, celebrities, whenever there was a crisis, right, anybody who had any sort of influence, you could tell that it was a race to sort of out-compassion each other. Uh -huh. Whenever there was a big, giant crisis, you would see celebrities, they would cry or they would write a song or they would do, like it was, it, and, it, and that became disingenuous to a point as well, right? Yeah. This is now a whole new breed of human where whenever there is a crisis, it's, you know, how far can I goof on this? Sure. And, and, gets, and get cloud out of it, right? Like it's, it's, we're no longer at the point of where people are trying to out-compassion each other. Now they're trying to sort of like out, I don't out even cloud. know, out-cloud each other. Yeah. yeah, it's a really wild, but wild that, thing. Like, it's a brand on, new man. human being. Whether it was an act or not, you cannot make a no, comment I like know, that. I you can't know. say that. Listen, she's dumb. Right? She is. She's dumb. Nobody is ever going to accuse that girl of being smart. Uh, by the way, that's uh, Ava Louise, the girl who went viral for trying to start the coronavirus challenge uh, by licking the toilet seat on an airplane. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Harveen, how you doing? Hey, Roz or Mocha. It's Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. Both of us, yeah. Oh, both of us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Harveen, you asked us this. Raz Mocha, I need you to fix my life. I'm a flight attendant stuck in a dilemma. We as a group of people are at high risk, at the high risk end of contracting and or spreading COVID-19 because of all the people we come in contact with. Uh, you go on to say, I don't want to be the reason that other people get sick, but at the same time, I can't afford not to work either. What do I do? What is the situation right now with flight attendants? Are you, are you still active? Yes, we are. Have you been given yep. the option or? Or has a, like an email, a mass email sent out by the company to say, hey, if you're not feeling well or if you feel uncomfortable, uh, that you are excused from doing what you do every day? Well, if you're sick, you're not supposed to come into work. Right. So that's that. But I mean, if you don't feel safe, I mean, we don't, we never feel safe. But no, it's, no. Um, yeah, there's no other option. It's like you don't want to come into work, then you're just calling in as a no-show or calling in sick, I guess. Yeah. What have like your coworkers done? Um, most of us are still working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, we've obviously got reduced hours and changed schedules because there's not a, 
that many people flying anymore, but it's not completely stopping either. We still have a lot of people flying domestically. Jeez, uh, I, w- I would say two things, you know, and this is tough, which is listen to the experts mm-hmm. because everything changes daily. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's terrifying, but you're, and you're you're not part of a union, are you? We are. You are. So what is the union yeah. saying? Well, currently we're dealing with layoffs as well, so the union is busy with that. I mean, we do have some safety measures in place where um, we're continuously wiping down the airplanes, and uh, we take our own safety precautions by bringing in like. Clorox wipes and wiping down our seating areas and anything that we do touch. Yeah. And we do hand out um, disinfecting wipes to the passengers as well right. as soon as they come onto the aircraft. When so was- that's about it. And I guess there's more screening about if anybody's sick. You know, we try to catch them at the gate. And if they come on board, we give them a mask, some gloves. But that's all we could do. I just don't think anybody should be flying yeah. right now. Like, I don't yeah. think that it should even yeah. be, be on you to have to you know, go through that and, you know, risk either getting infected yourself or, or passing it on to somebody else. I just don't know why people are flying right now, even domestically. Like yeah. why, why you would need to why you would need to fly? It's it's crazy. Uh, but I would say that, you know, you have to take this very seriously and... But it's tough because, like, what are you going to do with money and what are you going to yeah. do with all this stuff? I mean, at the other crazy. end, we do have a lot of people that are still trying to get home. True. So yes, yes, you're I right. I feel you're bad. Right. Like, right. I had I had a passenger last night who spent, like, a whole month trying to get home from Cuba. Wow. And he had to change, like, a lot of flights were canceled for him, and he had to spend, like, maybe an extra $700 and finally got a flight coming back home. And he was just so happy and grateful so on one end, I don't want to like not do my job and like risk these people not getting home. Um, but on the other end, they are coming in internationally, and I hope they're getting screened properly, it so is. they're not bringing it onto the domestic planes or anything that they might have. <laughs> bringing them onto the domestic planes. Maybe I can make you feel a little bit better this way. And that is, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a people, um, we rely on certain individuals uh, to rely on their training and to do the job that they signed up to do during a crisis like this. And, and a lot of that are the hospital workers and the EMTs and everything else. We re- are relying mm-hmm. on heavily on them. Uh, people are stranded right now and they got to get home and they're terrified and and, you know, they're relying on you, you know, to, yeah. to, to, to get them home. And if you don't show up, and I'm not saying that you should put yourself in any sort of danger or anything like that, but you have one of those jobs that people are relying on you for. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough place to be. Yeah. It's a really, because, you know, why would you ever feel that you're going to be in this situation being a flight attendant? I mean, we're exposed to a lot, but this is just. This, oh, is, this next is the next level. level. Yeah. This is something that you've never seen before. Yeah. Are any of your coworkers taking time off or saying that they're sick just so they could uh, get out of work? Um, I can't confirm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know right. one of my coworkers is currently, yeah. is currently being tested yeah. uh, for COVID-19 and hopefully she doesn't have it, but that's the risk. Like soon as we feel even a little bit different, I think everybody's going to get checked out and just making sure that, you know, we're staying home as soon as we feel anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say listen to the experts. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to your, your union reps 
and just know that what you are doing is not lost on people. And there's a lot of people in different parts of the country right now that are terrified. And the only thing they want to do is get home to their family and self-isolate for 14 days. And they need you to help them through that process. Yes. Does that help a little bit, Harveen? Yes, it does. All right, girl. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, Roz and Mocha, what's up? I'm all right, thank you. Uh, this question's for Roz. Earlier, I heard you say, I got to take a breath before you said, let's do the news! Right. I was wondering, isn't that always pre-recorded? Isn't what always pre-recorded? The let's do the news. How many bloody times do we have to say this, man? Okay? It is live every single day. I'm impressed. But but how, like, here's my thing. How lazy do you think I am or how difficult do you think that is? Like, why would we pre-record that? To make things easy. You know, it's like uh, the machines with all those buttons. Bro, it's four words, man. It's four words. It's so, it would be so much easier for me to do it live. It would be a huge pain in the ass if we pre-recorded that every day. So do you think that there's only one that we just keep using? Uh, maybe you guys did like three different versions. And- oh, just oh. To, oh, okay. Uh, to to <laughs> fool people. Yeah. <laughs> or we could just do it different every single day. I like that. Mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're on to something, man. You're so on to something. So you heard when we, uh, when we did the news at 740 this morning and you thought that that was a pre-record. Yep. All right. Wow. Jeez, um, man. I, I don't know. This hurts my feelings when people think that it's a pre-record. I don't oh, know why. Dude. I take it so personally. You don't have to take it personally. Don't worry. I know you're awesome. It's okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> here and there. All right. Oh, what, what's your name? What's your name? Kyle. Kyle, do you want to introduce the news? Can I? Sure, man. All right. <clears throat> That's not how it works. You hear how the news is introduced every single day. You might have to jog my memory. Okay, you got to say, hey, Mocha, you ready? And then I'm going to answer, and then you say, let's do the news. Okay, I got it. Ready? Yeah. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah! Let's do the news! There you go. Pre-recorded. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Kyle. Take care, dude. Later, man. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Uh, more than 5,000 Air Canada flight attendants are receiving layoff notices as Ooh. the airline cuts routes and uh, they park their planes during all of this. Air Canada says yeah. layoffs are temporary and employees will be turned to active duty status when the airline is able to ramp up its network schedule. And again, the border between the U.S. and Canada uh, could be shut down as early as tonight. And the United States and Mexico are also said to be working on plans to halt much of their cross-border travel. Isn't that what the wall's for? Trump, he loves that wall. Right, you know? That's all he's ever wanted. Um... Senator Kelly Loeffler in the U.S. and Senator Richard Burr in the U.S. If you see their names trending at all, let me explain what went down. So in January, January 24th, there was an all-closed-door, all-senator private meeting to give them updates on, at that time the status of the coronavirus and projections of what it could do to U.S. equities, the stock market. Okay. On January 24th, Senator Kelly Loeffler tweeted, appreciate today's briefing from the president's top health officials on the coronavirus outbreak. On that day, she sold between $1.2 million and $3.1 million worth of stock. 
Senator Richard Burr also dumped $1.7 million worth of stock after that meeting. So they had information from the CDC, the government officials, inside people with knowledge of potential models of what this could do to the U.S. stock market. They left that meeting, tweeted, hey, great meeting, everybody, thanks, and dumped all their stock. And not like insider trading? You cannot do that. It's illegal. You that can... puts you in jail for a very long time. I was just going to say, yeah, that's jail time. For a very long time. Yeah, or it should anyway. And these were senators. Like, this wow. isn't a guy that runs a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. These were senators who were in a meeting on how, to, info. on how to make sure Americans don't die. They left the meeting. We're like, long meeting. That was great. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Here's how I keep my sell, money. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so boy. that's why those two names are trending, if, uh, if, you're, if you're wondering who those Trash. two people are. Evangeline Lilly. Did you see this? No. Evangeline Lilly from Lost and uh, Ant-Man. Yeah. She's the Wasp, right? Yeah. On Ant-Man. So she tweeted out a photo saying, just dropped my kids off at gymnastics camp. They all wash their hands. They all wash their hands before going in and they are playing and laughing. Hashtag business as usual. And she's what she captioned the photo, which immediately prompted response from a lot of people. And this is what she said. I am also immune compromised at the moment. I have two young kids, but some people value their lives over freedom. Some people value freedom over their lives. We all make choices. Where we are right now feels too close to martial law for my comfort already, all in the name of a respiratory flu. She goes on to say, it's unnerving. Let's be vigilant right now and kind, watchful and gracious, uh, keeping a close eye on our leaders, making sure they don't abuse this moment to steal away more freedoms and grab more power. Also, her father lives with her. Also, her father has stage four leukemia right now. Oh, my God. You can't do that. And for Evangeline Lilly, it's hashtag business as usual. Selfish. Right? It should just be hashtag selfish. Can you believe that? Uh, Josh Gad put out a video where he is, uh, Josh Gad is very emotional. Listen to this. Cried for a second. And I was going to do it by myself. And then I thought, you know what? It's important for everybody to understand that we're all going through so much uncertainty right now. We're going to get through it. And it's hard. And I'm, I'm emotional because I hate seeing our kids deprived of their normal lifestyles and not being able to understand why all of this is happening so quickly. But I'm also emotional because of all of the incredible things that so many of you out there are doing on a daily basis. And I know it's a struggle right now for so many people. And I just wanted to say I love you all and I'm thinking of you all. And we'll get through this. Uh, Now to the spring breakers. Okay. Uh, Florida Senator Rick Scott went off yesterday because people are still Partying. Listen to this. What are you thinking about by being on the beach around all these people that might have coronavirus and then you're going to go home and potentially infect the people you love the most? What are you thinking? Stop doing it now. Right? Just Why can't stop. they just get the stupid question? Real stupid okay. question. No Why problem. can't they just get the police to go in and start clearing the beaches, clearing the neighborhoods, kicking everybody out? Well, 
here's the here's the problem is that there's certain things that are done federally, certain things that are done on a state level, and then certain things that cities have control over. Uh, shutting down a beach. There's already a bunch of beaches that have technically shut down, right? Yeah. So technically, yes, the beach is shut down. But when you're talking about, you know, in, say, one part of Florida where there's 26 miles of beach, how do you patrol that? Oh, I guess, You need yeah. hundreds of officers yeah. to, to patrol. To, not to, that many officers are going to volunteer and, for that gig. Well, and there's, there's not that many officers. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Jeannie Bouchard wrote on uh, Instagram or Twitter yesterday, quote, not complaining, but I feel like quarantine would be a lot more fun with a boyfriend. And oh, you should read the replies. Oh yeah, is there <laughs> Bro, anything that you can thousands? Read? No, there's just oh, yeah, thousands okay. of them. There's thousands. Every imagine. thirsty dude yeah. in the world. Also, GD, don't be putting that out there, right? I like, know. You know the kind of response you're gonna get, girl. Well, because you remember when she made that Super Bowl bet with that random guy, and then she lost, and they wound up going out on a date, and then like a second date too, and Did then they, they hung date out for at her. A while? Yeah, and then they like like they were like, boyfriend girlfriend, yeah, right? Like they, she, I think. He hung out at her house. They're making a movie about that, you know? Are they really? They are. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I think it's like one of the one of the. I'm trying to think who it was. One of the companies, like a Fox Search Large, some one oh. of those companies, like Hallmark uh, Channel. It, it centers around no, it's a theater movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's the oh, quote. Wow. It centers around uh, dating and love in the modern digital age. Asking if a relationship born on social media can survive the glare of the public eye, uh, and I think that Jeannie Bouchard is actually going to be one oh. of the producers on it. Is she really? Yeah, I think oh. so. I think she's got a uh, going to get a producer credit on it. Man, if they don't call that movie, I read this. If they don't call that movie Twenty Eight Three, then they failed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if the Tokyo Olympics do go ahead as planned this summer, Canada will not be there, and now neither will Australia. Canada was the first country to announce that it will not be sending a team uh, to this year's Tokyo Olympics, which are scheduled to open on July 24th. There is talk, though, of uh, pushing them until next summer. Ooh. The Canadian Olympic Committee is calling on the International Olympic Committee to postpone the Games. Uh, the IOC has yet uh, has set a deadline. Sorry, of four weeks to determine the fate of the games. There's no way they can do this. No, just uh, cancel. Come on. And if and if they don't, listen. There's going to be a lot of countries that don't show up. Uh, Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks are almost out of quarantine now, and they're occupying themselves. Did you see the video of Rita Wilson doing hip hop hooray? It is. <laughs> so precious. I love it. Okay. I love it. Okay. Do you want to play the original first and then we'll play Rita? Oh, of course. Okay. Sixty-three-year-old Rita Wilson. Oh hell yeah! You drew a picture on my morning, but you couldn't make my day. I'm rocking and you're yawning, but you never look my way. I'm looking down, you darling, in every single way. Your funny flow is falling, and your green comes on the way. This ain't got. 
can do is shampoo, so watch your head and shoulder. Brother older, bold enough to fold you. Yo, I told you. A raid afraid of what I made and played it with some funky twists to save your flipping trick. Put that music in your funky that triggles from the grill. When you're in quarantine, you're in self-isolation. The deals that were real, so we're gonna memorize anything, why not? Rita Wilson did not just learn this. Oh no, this, this is, has been in there. It's been for in the years. Mem- memory bank since '93. Are yeah. you kidding me? But who knew? This is stuff that you would never know about Rita Wilson. And I'm glad I know that. Information do you have now. Do you have one of those songs that there's from back in the day that <sighs> you that nobody would know that you knew all the lyrics to front to back? Me, it's two live crew. Ooh, what song? You know, the one. Oh, that one? Yeah. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, front to back. Front to back. I think it may be the only song that I know all the lyrics to front to back. Are you able I, to like do no. that? Oh. I, like an edited version of that right now? Yeah. No. Like self-center that? Yeah. No. <laughs> Everybody say hey. <laughs> what? 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 Oh, hey now. Come on. Ah, government, government, government. The House of Commons will briefly be recalled to address the $82 billion financial aid package uh, from the Trudeau government amid the... Where they get this money from? Max, well, you're going to go... you got to get the money. you got to get comes out of all the other funds for everything else. It's like you have to build an aid package, and then <laughs> you go into debt, and you do all this stuff. Did we know they had all that money? No, they don't just print more money more. That's not how that works. They just can't go, yeah. go to the main I used Canadian to think that. Men. I was like, why don't you just make more money? Yeah. Right? You had the facility to do it. Yeah. Like... Just hit the button. Yeah. Because back, back in the day, yeah, hit print, jackass. Like, make more <laughs> cash. Yeah. Add a zero to that. Your problems are solved. Yeah. You work a half day instead and, of a full day. And what denomination would you like? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, 150s? Right? Maybe? I used to think that, but it's not the it's not the way it works, apparently. <laughs> yeah. uh, however, I'm sure they could make it happen if they wanted to. Right? The uh, Trudeau Liberals are backtracking on a controversial clause that would have given them unprecedented new spending powers. And the one that was trending yesterday was the idea that they would be able to raise taxes without having any sort of approval. Ah, uh, yeah, no. Right. I don't approve. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? How about that? <laughs> You know, how about that? How about we're paying 76% tax until 2022? Yeah, no. <laughs> All of us. No, <laughs> no, thank not, you. Not approved. Yeah, and you're wondering where that money's going to come from? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Maury. Yeah, no. <laughs> Press the button. Press yeah. the print button at the Canadian <laughs> then. Uh, a new ledger poll suggests that one in five Canadians weren't taking the uh, coronavirus pandemic seriously as recently as last weekend and believe the crisis was partly overblown out of proportion. I believe and, uh, that. While it appears the vast majority of Canadians are taking the crisis seriously, the nearly 20% who aren't, really, you guys are the ones that are going to ruin it for everybody. We know that. We know how this works. Uh, meantime, uh, Chinese authorities will end the two-month lockdown of the uh, Hubei province, uh, the city of Wuhan, where the outbreak started in late December. Uh, however, it will stay on lockdown until April 8th. So they're going to mm. allow people to slowly start to come out of Wuhan after all of this. Uh, LCBO is reducing hours yet again, although they are an essential service. According to the government, and the explanation behind that is whether you like it or not, people are dependent on alcohol. Sure. And in a time like this, this is when they need it the most, and you got to be there for those people. That's just the reality of the situation. Um, they will now be closed Monday. So the, the reduced hours were 11 a.m. until 6 p.m., seven days a week, and now effective March 30th, uh, they will be closed on Mondays. So the new hours will be 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., um, 
Tuesday to Sunday. Mm. So those are the new hours. All right. So what has come out now is that um, the full leaked video of the Kanye Taylor Swift conversation from all those years ago came out over the weekend and Kim Kardashian has finally responded to it. What we had yesterday was somebody had said that this video, this new video shows nothing new and then Kim liked that post. So that was the first step of Kim getting into this and then she went on and did this huge Twitter, but it wasn't really a Twitter thread. She just tweeted a whole bunch of times, which made it really difficult to sort of keep track of it. Can somebody please teach Kim Kardashian how to start a Twitter thread? Yes. And then the most interesting part, though, is that Taylor Swift came out and put another statement up, and then she said, swipe up if you want to really see what matters. And it was, the swipe up was a link to a charity to help people out. And then immediately after that, if you looked at Kim Kardashian's um, Twitter bio, her Twitter bio switched from Kim K with a link to her company that she sells underpants through to saying 20% of all the underpants that we sell will now go to whatever, whatever charity. So now it's a battle for who can raise the most money for charity. That's a good battle to have, though, right? Yes, so that's the latest on Kim K and Taylor Swift. Half of people believe aliens will make first contact in the next how many years, Mocha? In the next how many years? So okay. And keep, okay, and keep aliens, in mind. Aliens, not that I believe in them. Okay, keep in mind, this isn't a small portion of people, okay? Uh-huh. Half of the people polled said that aliens will make first contact with first contact within the next blank years. <sighs> next five. Next five. Yeah. Okay, so this, according to a new survey, half of people they talked to said that they believe aliens will make first contact with Earth within the next five. 50 years. Oh, 50? And 22% Yo, y'all lazy up there. are pretty sure that contact will come in the form of a... Oh, okay. In contact the form will... of a... Like a radio signal. No, invasion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the federal government has won a unanimous uh, consent to quickly pass emergency legislation to free up $82 billion to help Canadians uh, through this corona crisis. The debate went well into the night, and the vote is planned within a couple of hours, and Senate approval is expected later today. Meanwhile, down in the U.S., the White House and Senate have agreed on a $2 trillion measure to aid Damn. workers, businesses, and healthcare systems uh, strained by coronavirus. This is the largest stimulus package in U.S. history. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Always love this part of the podcast. These are the questions that you've asked on Instagram at kiss925. And uh, we say hello to Angelo right now. What's up, dude? Hey, not too much, not too much. Keep it safe out there or what? Yeah. Uh, I'm with my daughter, so. Oh, okay, you sound stressed, Keep bro. Things fun. <laughs> 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 she's awake. How, that's why. <laughs> how, how old is your daughter? Uh, she's turning two in April. Oh, like, okay. End of April. Yeah. What's your question for Ask Rosamoka? Yeah, my question is uh, any tips on like toilet training? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you, man. We're going through the same thing right now. Uh, Cruz is in his pull-ups. Uh, we've successfully got him to pee in the actual toilet once. Yeah. But we have a potty in, we got a bunch in the house. Basically from like, I don't know, Roz's experience might be different. Our guy, Cruz, he's not fully, fully ready just yet. 
Like, we will encourage him to sit on the potty. We'll take him to the bathroom. Uh, not to get too detailed, but he watches us, yeah. either myself or my <laughs> wife. More going, horrified right now. Going on the potty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he knows that when you have to do your business, that's where you go. Yeah. Like, he watches you in real life or you pretend? No, no, he watches me in real life. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That happens. There's, there's, not, there's no stopping it. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no stopping it. The great thing is, is that you don't really have to do anything, but eventually they will teach themselves. Yeah. Uh, you just, as parents, we, for some reason, we like to race to potty training. One, because it makes your life as a parent a little bit easier. There's less diapers. There's all this stuff. The kid is a little bit more independent. So we like to expedite the potty training process, okay? But eventually, your kid will figure it out on their own because it's gross, to sit there in yeah. a diaper full of stuff and they will decide that they don't like that anymore. Um, no kid ever starts, you know, kindergarten in a diaper because their parents didn't teach them. You know what I mean? I think we it's might like be you, getting you figure it out. close because anytime he like takes a poop, for example, he'll come over and tell us right away. Yeah. Because he doesn't like that sensation. He doesn't like the feeling of like, who does, right? Poop yeah. on your butt. Yeah. So we change him right away, but we always, always, always remind him, hey, when you have to do a pee or you got to do a poo, let us know and we can go do it on the potty. When when Rox was little, when we started this and over Christmas holidays, so I guess right before she was maybe, I don't even know, she was two, I guess? Yeah. Christmas holidays, we were all home and we were all hanging out and we were, everybody was there together the whole time. We were there for two weeks. And during that two weeks, she basically potty trained herself. Yeah. She just one day walked up to the potty and went, and then she was going pee on the toilet, everything. It was awesome. And then Christmas vacation ended and she just stopped. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. For months. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I think not for like a week or no, something. No, it's, it's like that. It's like she learned a new skill, but like, eh. I'm over it. I'm over it. This is boring. Yeah. <laughs> so she just went back to diapers yeah. for months. And we were just, we were so puzzled by it. We we're like, well, she knows what she's doing. She's just going to do it when she's ready. You yeah. know, it's, 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 what, what are you, what are you going to do? But I just remember fully, I, I remember sitting there, you know, on Sunday nights watching, what were we watching at the time that was really popular back then? Oh, um, uh, True Blood. Uh-huh watching people slaughter each other on True Blood. And Roxy would sit in the living room beside, True Blood? beside the couch on her potty, just, you know, going number two. And your life then becomes, you know, pause, pausing the show, you grabbing the potty out of the living room, running it into the bathroom, sliding the turd <laughs> out of the, the, the plastic side of the potty, washing it quickly in the sink, spraying it down, drying it down, and getting it back into the living room before, like, a commercial break would finish. Sure. Right? Like, that's, do, like, that's your life. Like, good job. Yeah, you do. But one yeah, parent takes care of that, all right? And then the other parent takes care of the, the cleanup. You can't both praise and both clean up. Did you get, like, a you prize? Gotta, you got to split duties. No, you don't... You you can't you can't reward other than you know praise good job you, you can't reward that otherwise it becomes treat based and you don't want that that's yeah. a, that's a terrible road to go down just don't rush the process angelo she'll get there and all you can do is encourage yeah yeah we've been i think that's like the thing that we've been struggling with it's yeah. been rushing the whole thing right? yeah but, don't, yeah, rush. don't rush she'll she'll yeah. get there and just keep encouraging and keep reminding her or telling her. Like, you know, for example, next time you have to go pee, you will say to her, hey, daddy's going to go and do pee in the potty. 
Like, that's how we have to talk in our house right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anytime I have to use the washroom, I will always make sure I tell Cruz that I have to use the washroom. And I tell him exactly what I'm going to do. Because then, hopefully, in the long run, he'll remember, oh, okay, well, when I have to do this, yeah. this is where I got to go. <laughs> that's so stupid, eh? Yeah. No, kids watch, though. Like, kids, they're oh, yeah. super interested in washing. Uh, and especially you have a girl. Because girls, when you're trying to teach them, you know, they have it's a different technique all around than boys. Like, girls will never understand why boys don't wipe after they pee. Right. So, so then, I have to make yeah. her watch? Like, <laughs> no, you don't have to make her watch. She will watch, dude. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, she will She will watch, man. She will watch. But yeah, no, girls are fascinated with the fact that boys don't wipe the end of their wiener after they go pee. And if you try and say you don't need to, they'd be like, well, yeah, you do. <laughs> right? Like, and don't how could make you it not a, need to? Don't make it an awkward thing, man. Like, don't be weirded out and don't make her feel uncomfortable if you need to use the washroom and she wants to follow you in there. Because that's only the, the only way that she's going to learn, right? If you make it weird, she's going to think it's weird and be discouraged to use the potty. Okay, Open door policy, I get it. Completely. <laughs> yeah, Completely. There's, 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 no, there's no way around that. There's no way around that. And plus, I liked hanging out with my kid when I was taking a poo. You know what I mean? We'd yeah. come in and play games and sing songs, <laughs> and she'd sit on my lap. <laughs> there you go, Angelo. Thanks so much, bro. Uh, Thank you. Later. My son w comes in and watches me go to the bathroom, Who, too. Andy, your dog? Yeah. yeah. He, I can't close the door of the bathroom, or he starts barking and crying. Yeah. I have to leave it open, and he has to watch What does he go. do while you're going? He lies down on my feet. Yeah, isn't that nice, though? It is cool. Yeah. At first, I was really weird because I thought he understood, and I was like, oh, my God, what's he going to think? But then I realized he doesn't understand a thing. He doesn't care, either. <laughs> he will eat his own poo if it's frozen. <laughs> you know, it's a dog. You know what? He'd probably eat your poo if you let him. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Tixiana asks, if you had all the money in the world, what is the craziest, most extravagant thing you would buy? <gasps> Drive-in movie theater. Oh, good one. Driving Good movie one. theater in Portugal. Now, would you? Oh, would you? Would it just be yours, or would you open it to the public? No, no, it would be open to the public. Yeah, because then okay. I can make money back on it. Right. That's a good one to drive in movie theater. I was reading a story about all this uh, Corona stuff, where drive-ins are all the rage now. Yeah, because nobody wants to touch anything. Um, God, what would I buy? I would make a really great house is what I think that I would do. I'd buy Same. a bigger condo. Yeah, you'd buy a bigger condo? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I would make the house that I've always wanted to make if I had all the money in the world. Like with a fireman pole? No, no, no. My house would be one floor. Same. The that I made. Yeah. Same. It would be a sprawling, giant, H-shaped beautiful glass covered. Catherine would hate it. But then you'll never feel like you've made it in life unless you have stairs. No, I've had stairs. Stairs are a pain in the ass, man. Yeah. I'm fine to live without stairs. I know, but my whole life, and I've never had the chance to do this, I just want to say I'll be right down. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Maury's, Maury's uh, sense of success is whether you live with stairs or not. I which know, is look, crazy. Both of you have stairs. You've yes. made it. But like, what if your concierge calls you and says, hey, Maury, we got a, a package here that you need to sign for. At that point, you could then say, oh, no problem. I'll be right down. There you I go. know. I know. But it's just yeah. not the same as running down the stairs. Even if you get the chance Can to I, run down the stairs with empty dishes. But let me tell you, there's something full circle about your philosophy more, okay? Because I know you feel right now 
that if you lived in a house with stairs, you would then sort of feel successful. Like to you, you've put a, a, a virtue or a value on stairs, right? But what happens the next level after that is when you make more money and then you're an individual who lives in a house with stairs and you look at the house and go, God damn, it would be cool if we had an elevator in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what I mean? You, I've been, I once went to Russell Peter's house and he yeah. has an elevator in his place and yeah. I thought that was the coolest, coolest thing yeah. ever. Scott McGilvery has an elevator in his place. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. McGilvery's, uh, McGilvery's got a great elevator in his place, but it's sort of like off to the side. Like it's, it's weird. It's like a secret elevator almost. Like I only know where to access the elevator from the basement. I don't know where to access the elevator from anywhere else in the house. Question. Yeah. Does his wife, Sabrina... Does she know where the elevator is? Yeah, no, the elevator is it like right a there. Scott only elevator? No, 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 it's right there on the basement wall. Oh. Like you can see it on the basement wall. Oh. Is, but, it, is it an uplifting experience? Yeah, I've never taken the elevator though. Why didn't That's you ask? The, I don't know. Because don't you want to know I if know. it has that voice in it that goes lobby? No, I, 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 no because I want to record the voice in it. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's my, that's, my, that's my next goal in, a, in our friendship, I think, is to let Scott McGilvey record the, uh, the voice, the floor voice in his, uh, in his home elevator. Uh, no, but I think that that's the next level is when you, when you have a regular house where then you can get an elevator in it, right? Like Russell Peters. That is a, like an extravagant expense because maintaining an elevator is not cheap. Like if you have to call somebody because you you know you you popped a tile in the kitchen, you know, to get somebody to come in or replace a faucet. But man, when you got to call an elevator repair guy, oh, you yeah. are in the thousands an hour, like thousands an hour. It's crazy. Oh man, now I have goals on goals. Yeah, see, I'm similar to you. Where if I had all the money in the world, not similar to you, Mari, that I want stairs. Similar to you, Roz, where I would probably want to. Almost like Drake style with his house, mm-hmm. but not have multiple floors. I don't mind if there's maybe one floor above, but I would definitely want like, you know, a big walk-in closet strictly for my hats and sneakers. Yeah. I would want a full-size NBA style basketball court. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? I'd want like my own movie theater in there, yeah. like an extravagant, crazy house. Yes. Like I've watched on HGTV where they do these extreme homes and they have the movie theater thing, yeah. mm-hmm. even to the point where from the seat you can hit play and it does like in an actual movie theater where the lights go dim and the curtains open. Yeah. That's you can cool. do that. Building a home theater is not as. I mean, it's expensive. It's 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 a cost that you don't spend unless you have it. Yeah. But the prices for things now have gone down so drastically from where they used to be. We put one in at the pool house at the cottage because uh, Rox loves watching movies outside. And so we didn't do it outside because Catherine hates bugs. So we had to do compromise. So we put it, we have like this little cabana yeah. kind of thing. But one wall on it, I could put, a, I put a hundred in screen. Yeah. That comes down. And when I started researching it, I was like, God, I wonder like what kind of screen I can get. And I got a hundred inch screen on Amazon for, I swear to you, 150 bucks. Really? That's it? Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. And it's awesome. And the quality is amazing. And then I bought a, just a projector that I plug a drive into Uh and you just use a remote and then it just becomes like watching television. Only you're watching, you're watching movies. And like the whole thing was reasonable. Like it's, it's an expense that you don't dish out unless you can absolutely afford it. Sure. But it's an affordable expense if you're looking to do something like that. And watching a movie at home on like a hundred inch screen is game changing. Like it is amazing. See, on the flip side, though, if I were to have a house that big, right? Like, I'm thinking Drake-style mansion. Yeah. I then start thinking about how much it's going to cost to maintain a house that size. But you have all the money in the world. No, I know, but still, just like pissing away money on, 
I don't know, lawn maintenance for that size house to me would bother me, even though I had all the money in the world. Yeah, or could, to, to keep the, 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 the keep the house like cooled in the summer or heated in the winter. But you here's, know what the, I mean? here's the thing about having all that money, okay, is that you could do the most advanced solar system, um, solar panel system. Oh, yeah, you that's true. Do, you could do geothermal cooling. Yeah, in the, in the place, so you're not burning through air conditioning. And turf, you could have fake grass, uh, and you could do you could do the most beautiful looking fake grass that you could find, and I never guess. have to maintain or never have to mow. Like your place would look pristine. You could heat your driveway. You could heat your lawn if you had all that money to where your house would look like summer all the time, mm. even when everybody else around you is covered in oh, snow. Oh, you put a dome over your house, right? Yeah, like you could do. There's anything you could do. I would want one of those pools where you start inside and you swim, and then you you can go like at a hotel. Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Uh, Mary asks, has there ever been a time you shared a story about your significant other you wish you never did? Like on the show? Like I, guess on the they, I guess Mary means like either on the show or on the podcast. Probably. I don't think I... Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, Probably. I don't think I've ever said anything where afterwards Jenna was like, nah, I wish you wouldn't have said that. Oh, yeah. I don't think I have. I don't know, but you're more of a private person though. Like you don't you don't have a long list of things that I felt that you've divulged that maybe you shouldn't have. Right. Like Maury has the longest oh, list of man. things. The only time that's I ever definitely happened. have I definitely have the second longest list of things. What do you mean the only the time? only time that's ever happened is when I told a story or whenever I talk about my dad and his singles days going to singles parties and taking me with him and leave, leaving me in the living room where I would just sit with the jackets while he was mingling with the ladies. Right. When I tell those stories, he gets a little pissy because he obviously doesn't want that part of his life known now. Right. Did they not say significant other? Yeah, though? I was just going to say. It said significant other, not like, what, what are your dad's your secrets dad. are you spilling out to the world? Yeah. What are, <laughs> my significant dad. When your dad, you know, tell more stories about Frank having casual sex, boy. <laughs> yeah. you? I'm sure his wife Donna would love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but what about Matthew? Does Matthew ever give you? Because that's one well, of the, honestly one of the questions that I get a lot from people when I do meet them. Does Matthew ever get pissed about the stuff that Maury says on the show? You know what's shocking is he never really finds out, which is right. really weird to me. Yeah, but there are the odd times where someone will tell him about something that was said, and he'll ask me, "Did you talk about blah blah blah?" I'm like. No, obviously so and so misheard. Right. But you know there's record of everything, yeah. right? Like he could he could like he could sit down and listen to a few of the podcasts and get a, an insight into you that he's never had. Well, before. I've told him that you have to pay for our podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, shoot, I should send him a link. You're like, dog, these are all free. Uh, yeah. I'm like, no, it's, uh, it's 20 bucks and we can't afford that right now. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I won't lie. Roxy started listening to the podcast. Aww. And uh, and when she was like, I'm listening to your, I'm listening to your shows. And in my head, I was like, what episode? And she told me the episode. And then like really quickly, I was like, God, what did we say on that one? <laughs> you know, like, so it, you do, you do work a little bit but with with stuff like that just because it's so easy to say stuff that is that I forget is personal like it's so easy to say stuff that maybe you don't want or somebody may not want that story to be told in that way like it just becomes so easy to do yeah. and you and you forget and there's times where I've like I've gone home after the show where I'm like god did I really say that you know like or did I say it that way yeah. or, or 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 most of the times it's I know I said it this way, but really it's going to come off that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tanya has a question specifically for you, Roz. Yes. 
You get $1,000 for every time you eat ketchup. Do you do it? Of course I do. I'm not an idiot. Because you it's hate not, ketchup. It, it's not poop, right? Like if you're giving me $1,000, I'm eating ketchup on everything all day for the rest of my life. For $1,000 every time I eat ketchup? Of course I would. You just dislike it, right? Yes. You're not allergic to it. No. No. Not like Maury with his fake allergies. No, I'm yeah. actually deathly allergic to olives. Deathly? Okay. Deathly. <laughs> The Deathly. smell, the one, to, okay, my uncle Michael, who was a stripper one time, right. he told me to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do now, with the hold story? Hold on, hold on. Your uncle Michael, who was a stripper one time, like he did it once? No, no, the, a period of his life. Okay. And you know what's interesting about that yeah. is I'll never forget in my dad's bedroom when I was growing up, he had Uncle Michael's business card taped to the mirror. Right. Where he was like posed like with his abs and everything. like With, with his like shirt off and stuff? And his shirt off and his mullet. Yeah. And I always, and now looking back, I'm like, why? Why did you have your brother's business card shirtless taped to your mirror in your bedroom? So was he a stripper for hire or did he work at a strip joint? Stripper for hire. He was a stripper. So people would hire him privately? Yeah. Oh, so and your dad would- could like link up with girls that your your Uncle Michael met. Thank you. That was why. Hold on now. That must here. have been it. Hold on. So what could, did you ever hear any stories of Uncle Michael the stripper? No, I was too young. But I remember no, but he I mean, had- like, and you, like you've never asked him about it? No. Really? I should. I, I don't know if I could have a stripper uncle and go through the teenage years <laughs> without asking him about it. Oh, and he had like the coolest cars. He had like a, not a DeLorean, but a car that had those wing doors on it. Right. And he used to watch much music. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a stud. Wow. Huge stud. Yeah. That's a man right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So one time he had me eat an olive and I threw up all over him. Okay. So, so then you became deathly allergic. Yeah, because it's like the taste or the smell makes me gag. Right. Okay, so you just don't like olives. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't the body oil that you smell? <laughs> like just, it's, you know what I mean? That's to, to you, olives are, are greased up uncle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You just know? bring back bad memories. Yeah. <laughs> How old do you think he was when he was a stripper? Uh, I would say early 30s. Even early, maybe early. even younger, late twenties. Wow! Wow! Yeah! Wow! What's he doing now? Uh, nothing. He's on medical leave from stripping. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give you disability in the stripping game, <laughs> on, okay? Bro. And that's a business that should, because you look at those shoes those ladies wear. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Falling off poles and whatnot. Workplace like, hazards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question from Go Away. Did anyone ever figure out where Dammit Maury was in one of your older commercials? You said he was there, and it was like finding Waldo, LOL, never spotted him. Yes, every time we've done that, people have found you. You can easily do a Twitter search for Razamoka Cheer Challenge, I believe is what you call yes, it. Yes, yes. And it's mm, pictures of me there. Yeah. But that's not the first commercial, the, the commercial with us in the pink suits. That's not the first commercial that we've had, like an Easter egg no. that featured Maury. Oh crap! That's right. The, the I totally hula hoop forgot. one. The hula hoop one. Yeah, there was that a shot thank of God. Matthew never saw right there. Yeah, there was a shot of Maury in a speedo uh, with a hula hoop, and again, that was just like two frames of the ad, and we had people try and find you in that. That was really fun too. That was another good one. But yes, yes. No, that. every every time we've done that, every time we've done that, somebody has been able to find Maury in it. One hundred percent. Ella has a question specifically for Maury. How did you know you were gay? How did you come out to your family? Two questions. How did I know I was gay? I kind of always did. Like, you know, it was one of those things where I just always was sort of attracted to guys in school and stuff. Like, it wasn't like, gay you know, stuff. I questioned it. It was just yeah. always like I always found, you know, uh, I had crushes on some of the guys in, in elementary school or, or classes or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Carlos Mendez, what's up? Right. Uh, <laughs> now, did people... So you never spoke about this what's to up, anybody, Fair? Did anybody talk about this with you Bro, you're married. No. We shot out these, all these ex-guys that he used to have a crush on. <laughs> Come on, man. So yeah. what was the question? Okay, but did you... <laughs> <laughs> the question was, can you run down a list of all the guys that you found attractive when you were in high school? <laughs> did you ever... Um, did you ever discuss those feelings with anybody? No. No. No, uh, not until, and then the second part of the question, how did uh, they find out? My dad found out by walking in on me. No, 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 no. Okay, but that's not... There, there's and then a, there's we went a, to therapy okay, and then discussed but it. No, no, but there's a big gap between you thinking you're gay and having a guy in your bedroom. Oh, never talked about it with... Uh, I just kept that to myself so, all the time. So, but, but when you're having a conversation with another guy... I would say I liked girls. You would? Yes. I didn't think it would be okay to say to these people who are jocks and stuff or DJs that, you know, that I was, that I liked guys. So, but, but they were gay. No, they were not. They were not gay. They well, were what not about gay. other gay dudes? So hold on here. Did so, you hang out with so any the, other gay dudes or the, no? The, I didn't know any other gay dudes. Okay. So, oh. so wait a second. The guys that you would mess around with in your bedroom. They weren't gay? Oh, then, yes. But those were, that was years later. Okay, so what I'm saying is that how do you go from not being able to talk to anybody about it to being able to hook up with dudes? Oh, once you realize that it was became just a sort of an attraction thing to being a sexual attraction thing. Okay, so who did you have a conversation with about the fact that you were gay? So I worked at a movie theater once, and a guy hit on me, and that was the first time. That was the first time. Yeah. So, so did, at that point, did you have a conversation with anybody about being gay? Like any of these guys that you would hook up with? Or no. There was no, you never no. talked about... No, and now I finally understand what you're asking me. You, you never talked about how did you no. tell your family? No, how did you come out? Nothing. You, you never had any sort Nothing. of advocate or confidence? Or no, and, and I wish like I had. That. Like I look, like looking back, I wish I had been a little bit more mature to be able to talk about it and, and understand what it was a little bit more, and maybe have you know been able to appreciate it more right. at that time. Yeah. Were you at any point in your life going to talk to your dad? Because at some point no, you were no. going to have to have. Had a he not have walked in, I probably would not have. Even to this day, it. now, no, I would have. Oh, years later, but I was not prepared. It was not anything on my wish list to do it never came up like i thought that it would be the worst thing to do right and then you guys went to therapy yeah and i had to move out and i i remember when he walked in all he said was oh my god oh my god and then i took his car and drove away mm -hmm. um and then we went to therapy and then for six seven months i lived with my legal guardian susie so why did you feel that you had to move out or did he want you to move out uh, he said it would be best. Yeah. Because for a while he didn't, he thought it was a phase and I mean, sure. he's amazing with it now, but yeah, then yeah, 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 yeah. it was, yeah. he was not cool with it. And I, and I will say anybody listening right now, like if this is the first time you're hearing um, about Maury's dad, I would say that out of so many of the gay dads that I've met, I don't mean that your dad's like gay, dads who, the dad of yeah. a gay, <laughs> um, your dad is one of the greatest gay dads that I've ever he's met. He's changed so much. Yeah. Like, like, like to the point where if I'm visiting He'll be upset if Matthew's not. He exactly. has a better relationship with Matthew than he does. With yeah, me. like you oh, do. No. You have. Yeah, I know. Just like the life. dog. Everybody. <laughs> oh no! Hold on a second. So the dog that you wanted for twelve years, you finally got. That Matthew was like so against getting a yeah. dog. Yeah. The dog now it's loves dog. Matthew more than you. Yeah. And, and when we visit my my family, um, my dad and Matthew will cook together, we'll barbecue together, they'll hang out together. And now and your dad, <laughs> dad so has the such point a great where if we're relationship with Matthew. Movie, 
my dad will fall asleep with his head on Matthew's shoulder. There has to be a part of you, though, that having gone through all that stuff with your dad, where you were going through therapy and everything else, there has to be a part of you that loves the fact that your dad likes Matthew almost more than you. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I know that we're laughing and stuff, but can you imagine looking at my dad at the beginning where he wasn't cool with it right. and then looking at Frank now and realizing that they're friends? Yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And to the point where he calls... Um, Matthew, like his son and yeah, stuff. I think yeah. that's unbelievable. No, it is. It's great. QL asks, I want to know what happened with Roz's tinted shower window. Oh, interesting story. Okay, so all Just the Just a recap. Yeah, so I'm doing, we're in the, and who wants to do a renovation this time right now with COVID and everything Yeah, but you didn't know on. all this was going to happen. I didn't know. When you started the reno. I didn't know. So we're putting uh, a small addition on at the cottage because the cottage that we have is small. It was two bedrooms and one bathroom. Yeah. Right? It was super small, but we want to be able to have people stay over and Roxy's going to get a little little bit older and eventually she's going to want friends to come up and stuff like this. So we decided that it would be best if we were going to invest in anything to do that and just do uh, put laundry in, extra bedroom, extra bathroom, little sort of like sitting area, everything else. Uh, and I'm really particular with windows and the way that the place is designed. And in the bathroom, what I wanted was there's no tub. So it's a shower stall at the end of the bathroom on the far wall, outside wall of the bathroom. And <clears throat> I wanted a giant floor to ceiling window in the shower to outside. So when you're standing there, you're just like standing there sort of among the trees and everything else. Yeah, you're one with nature. You're one with nature. But I wanted you to be able to see out all the time, but I didn't want anybody to be able to see in at uh -huh. all because you can still walk around the house. And so I found a company to do windows and they were supplying all the windows. They're really great. And then they had an idea for this bathroom window, this coating that they were going to put on the bathroom window. And so last week, all the windows were delivered. Yeah, and the guy called me and he's like, hey, listen, uh, we noticed as we were loading up the windows into the truck that the bathroom window was cracked. So, oh, so, no! so, so we have to remove the glass. We'll send the frame. They can install the frame, but we have to replace the glass at another time. So now all my windows are in, but I still can't see the bathroom window to find out if it's actually going to work or not. But so that's still say, a question mark. Did the window maker tell you like, yes, we can do this? So what they told me, and they were being very cool about it, they said, this is option one. So we'll install it, yeah. see if it works. If not, there's a second option, which then means they have to come and cut the glass out and replace the glass for option two. So so whether I got my privacy glass in my bathroom is still a huge question mark. So I don't actually know, and I probably won't know until like the beginning of May <sighs> because they're not working right now. So you're gonna have to test it. Yeah. Like you would like you'll have to stand on the inside of the shower I, I, and yeah, then I, yeah, I'm gonna have Catherine stand outside uh -huh. and I'm gonna stand inside in the shower and I will just get like clothes on or off? Off. Completely okay. off. Yeah. Right? They're like, baby, can you see this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do it the other way around, and <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't work, you can just be like, Yeah, it's good. And then she'll never know. Well, no, because guests are gonna use that. Like if it was just me, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but that's a, like, you know, if, if you have anybody come over, it's a real big thing when you walk into a bathroom and there's no window cover and you're just looking at outside and you ask somebody to sit to pee, right? Like it's a big thing. Is it take like a, like a couple of days for people to be comfortable with it? I guess you don't know yet. Uh, well, there is, there's a restaurant here in Toronto and we used to do stuff, parties for this radio station there called Spice Route on, uh -huh. on King Street West. And when you went into their bathrooms, the entire wall to the outside was glass. And oh, there, yeah, and there was, that's and right. There was, and there was no window coverings. When did you ask them where they got theirs? Well, no, but their know. windows, when you looked at outside... It wasn't like 
that you could see out onto the street because no, now you, it an, was like a, like an alley. Yes. Right? So there's a wall there, but in between where your window and the wall was, it was like maybe two feet and they had like nice greenery and yes. some flowers but and plants and stuff. But it was still outside. But it was still outside. Yeah. Yes. And it was, was kind of nice. So I liked that idea, but no, it's still a question mark as to whether I'm going to get my, uh, my privacy glass for the bathroom. Every week you'll see on Instagram at kiss925, ask Roz and Mocha, uh, ask your question and we'll try our best to go through as many as we can and get one of you to ask your question on the phone. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.